This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday, March 20th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Philadelphia Police Sergeant James O'Connor was shot and killed while serving an arrest warrant. His funeral was set for today at the Basilica of Saints Peter and Paul exactly one week after his killing. The funeral was postponed due to the restrictions on large crowds in response of the coronavirus pandemic. However, the Philadelphia Police Department will be leading a vehicle procession uh, through Sergeant O'Connor's neighborhood this morning. The procession will begin at Philadelphia Mills Mall. The 46-year-old SWAT corporal's life was cut short, serving a murder warrant on the 1600 block of Bridge Street. Inside the second-floor apartment were four men, including the subject of the warrant, Hassan Elliott, and Khalif Sears, who was also wanted in the same murder from 2019. Elliott and Sears are being charged with murder and held without bail. There are a few uh, donations uh, recipients set up for the family. Uh, I got this information from the Philadelphia Police and Fire Federal Credit Union. Um, you can do a quick search online and have the address. I have it here. It's 901 Arch Street in Philadelphia, and you can make out a donation check to uh, James R. O'Connor, the fourth. Or if you put James O'Connor, you get at least that part of it. You know, it'll go to the proper uh, location. But that's the Philadelphia Police and Fire Fire Federal Credit Union. And that is actually, it's on PrestonandSteve.com. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Thank you. Governor Tom Wolf is tightening his directives to businesses to shut down, issuing a dire warning and saying Thursday that all non-life-sustaining businesses in Pennsylvania must close their physical locations by 8 p.m. to slow the spread of the coronavirus. Enforcement actions against businesses that do not close their physical locations will begin Saturday, Wolf said in a statement. I had hoped for voluntary compliance so our public safety officials could focus on assisting with the crisis, Wolf said in a video statement. Unfortunately, we have not seen full compliance. We have no time to lose. Under Wolf's order, more than 150 types of businesses have been told to close their physical locations. Wolf said his order would be enforced by state troopers, local officials, the state health and agricultural departments, and the Liquor Control Board. Businesses that fail to comply risk citations, fines, or license suspensions and forfeit their ability to receive any applicable disaster relief and or may be subject to other appropriate administration administrative action, Wolf said in the statement. Criminal process Prosecution is also a possibility with violators subject to fines or imprisonment. So it's, it's been my understanding that a lot of this stuff is just stuff that you would already would have thought would have been closed down, correct? Like supermarkets and things, the things that right, you're that's, that's going to stay yep, open. Yep. But things like... It's just other businesses that... Yeah. that um, so I have a friend who is working for one of these businesses that refuses to close. The owner refuses to close the doors um, and they do still have people coming in. So that's why she's saying that she, she wants to stay open. Right. But it's something, the business is something that does not need to happen right now okay it, it, yeah. it is not essential in any way and uh my friend is is forced to still have to go to work and and work with these people that are wa- walking in and out of the door and she goes i you know i have no idea who they sure. are and we're not essential there's no reason for us to be here yeah i was getting uh texts we were uh texts and emails of people who work at like uh um car lots and right. um yep. and warehouses like that. and things mm-hmm. that just they were they were like i don't think we're essential but they're still making us come to work yeah. so they're really they're that's what they're going to take down on yeah, right so have, right 
So businesses that remain open must practice social distancing and other measures to protect workers and patrons from contacting the virus. Allowed to stay open are still the gas stations, grocery stores, beer distributors, drug stores, and building material stores. Restaurants and bars can continue to offer carryout delivery and drive-through food and drink service, but no dine-in service is allowed. Businesses under the shutdown orders range from building contractors to many types of manufacturers, plus professional offices, including law firms and accounting offices. Retails, uh, retailers ordered to close include car dealerships, clothing stores, furniture stores, florists, office supplies, and lawn and garden stores. Wolf's statement came as Pennsylvania reported another big jump in confirmed, confirmed coronavirus cases, and Wolf's administration worked to help hospitals create more bed spaces in anticipation of a surge of coronavirus patients. Philadelphia's health commissioner, Dr. Thomas Farley, had a warning yesterday about the coronavirus sweeping through the country. This is about to get real, he said. We expect many people in Philadelphia to get this infection. The latest front is the battle of COVID-19 is a new testing site at the Philadelphia Sports Complex. Uh, city officials took a tour through the maze of tents as the site prepares for drive-up testing. Testing kits are being moved in place. Still, Dr. Farley says more supplies are needed. Health officials say everyone can't be tested. Healthcare workers will be a priority. Already, 20 have tested positive and those workers are needed on the front lines. Regional leaders are working to ramp up donations and volunteers. Donations are being centralized through a new website. It's phlcovid19fund.org. The money will be funneled to nonprofits, which will disperse the money. $6.5 million has been pledged prior to the launch on Thursday. The city is expected to open more testing sites. Officials say that leases are being worked out. In sports this morning... The Sixers announced last night that three members of the organization have tested positive for coronavirus. The Sixers said players, coaches, and basketball operations support staff were among those tested. The three people who received positive tests are in self-isolation and will remain monitored by medical professionals. The individuals were not identified, so it's not known if they're players, coaches, or staff members. The Detroit Lions have traded star cornerback Darius Slay to the Eagles. Detroit will receive a third-round pick and a fifth-round pick in the trade. After the deal, the Eagles and Slay reached an agreement on a three-year, $50 million extension that includes $30 million guaranteed. Over the last three seasons, Slay had 13 interceptions. In other football news, New Orleans Saints head coach Sean Payton has tested positive for coronavirus. He told ESPN yesterday, Peyton, who is 56, is the first person in the NFL known to test positive for the virus. And finally, the 2020 Olympics in Japan might also be affected by the pandemic as hundreds of thousands of fans are learning the money they spent on tickets might be a lost cause. Ticket refunds are considered unlikely with terms and conditions giving organizers an avenue to keep sales revenue. There's a stipulation that a public health emergency does not leave the organization committee liable for covering more than $5 million, uh, $5 million purchased tickets. In all, ticket revenues have reached about 90 billion yen or $83 million. Oh. The Tokyo 2020 organizers have repeatedly insisted that the games will run as scheduled in Japan's capital from July 24th to August 9th. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you very much, Kathy. And uh, welcome to Friday morning uh, for the handful of people that that still means something to. <laughs> Right? The yeah. weekend is upon us. Uh, I'm happy that it's Friday. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We're going to give away our Word of the Week prize this week, a four-pack of uh, reserved seats to see Incubus with 311 and Bad Flower. That's uh, Sunday, August 23rd, BB&T Pavilion, so we will do that. 
Uh, we have some guests that will be on the program today. We're going to get uh, the latest info-wise, just kind of a roundup for the week and see uh, going into the weekend what we need to know concerning coronavirus, specifically in our area. Yeah. Uh, and that is uh, Deanna Durante from NBC10. Uh, she'll be joining us later on today. And our buddy Robert Irvine is going to be checking in because uh, Robert Irvine, uh, along with Boardroom Spirits in Lansdale, are uh, they've been making hand sanitizer. A few uh, distilleries have been doing this. We were talking about this the other day. This is cool. And uh, they're going to offer it up for free. So, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's yeah, awesome. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. So uh, we will uh, we'll get the details from Robert and just catch up on him. Yes. We're yeah. going to try to catch up with a lot of friends over the next couple of weeks and yeah. see what they've been doing, where their lives are, what they recommend, how, how they've been affected, and just kind of see what's up. I know? love that. And if you yeah. think about it this way, Preston, this is sort of so, so one business week through this and these the we're on our way to getting out of it so that's the way we're we're moving along and it's all good moving right along uh we have operation shop local for those who uh do need some assistance with your local business and uh that's available at wmmr.com and basically it's a free directory of local businesses that we can support with gift card purchases or using their pickup and delivery services and stuff like that so awesome. if you haven't yeah. done that yet do that yeah we were talking about it my, my wife and I last night and I think um we have been hunkered down for the past you know week or so and yep. I think uh this weekend we're going to uh Miami we're not going to Miami. No, no, we're staying at home. Oh, okay. Uh, but, I, I know uh, I jumped the gun on that. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, we're going to go to Clearwater because that's where all the people are, Steve. No, we're um, no, we're going to do a lot of takeout this week. Excellent. Yeah, because yeah, our, excellent. our local businesses need it. So nice. Yeah, yeah I watched. There's a couple of doctors have been doing reports on that. What they do when you get your takeout at home. Yeah. Little quick thing: take it out of the package that it came in, put it on your plate, as you probably yeah, I'm just normally do anyway. Spray it all down with Lysol. Ba- boom! Exactly. <laughs> Bring your food down. Lysol. Put some Lysol yeah, on your tongue. Nice yeah. coating. And use a, a butter knife to scrape your tongue after every bite. Yeah. Clorox is a great yeah. salad dressing. Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. As as in a drink that it pairs well. Yeah, no, yeah. No, a little, but uh, a yeah. olive oil. Sure. And, yeah. And sure. Some Clorox. Yep. Mm-hmm. Clorox. All right. Don't really don't try. Don't no, no, do no. That. no, no, no. Don't we, ever listen to us. We. Have a very cool thing that I'm excited to uh, to actually fire up today. Uh, we mentioned it. We rolled it out yesterday. Today begins Daily Rush Madness, hey. ladies and gentlemen. Our second year of taking this out for a spin, and we are going to find out over the past year what your favorite Preston and Steve Daily Rush video has been. Don't worry. We'll remind you with short clips as to which videos are facing off against each other. Uh, so we're going to have six of them to do today. When do you want to get that started? We haven't even really... Hey. Maybe in the after the entertainment break? I, I think so, right? Yeah. Listen, it's our damn contest. We can do whatever we want. Yeah. I mean, we're going to un, we're gonna unveil uh, six matchups this morning. So okay. uh, whenever you want to get started. And I'll run down the uh, uh, the regions and uh, the, the, the brackets and everything and the seeds. And we'll, we'll take your votes and we'll find out who the winner is going to be this year. We might very well have the largest level of participation in this because people are looking for time killers. You got some time. More people are watching the Daily Rush videos than ever. Yeah, so uh, we will get to that in the 7 o'clock hour. All right, let's take a break. Come back in a second. We will have the entertainment news, a stupid question, and uh, we'll just hang out on this Friday morning together. We'll be right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Skip the trip to the store and get your groceries delivered with Acme. Get everything you need. Milk, fresh produce, bottled water, and more delivered right to your door. It's fast and super easy. Order online at shop.acmemarkets.com and get free delivery with your first online order. 
Carefully picked, conveniently delivered with Acme, your favorite local supermarket and the official supermarket of MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So, stupid question this morning. We're going to give away a case of Sly Fox Pikeland pills. And we're going to have uh, Deanna Durandi from NBC10 on. So, I'm going to do a question about the NBC uh, network. Uh, it was founded in 1926, but when did it begin using the peacock as a logo? What Interesting. Year? Uh-huh. Yeah. What year? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know anything. The answer to that. That's a barn owl. Actually, that? I, th- I think we were talking about a screech owl, but but Nick was actually making the sound of the peacocks. That's the peahens or peacocks. They scream like really? that. Really? Yeah. 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 It's wild. That's my peacock. Yeah. Yeah. Can't you tell? Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. It's It's been a long week. I understand. <laughs> All right. So. My own impression. Uh, let's see if you know what year they started using that, the peacock, as their logo. We have so many clips of both uh, Nick and Kathy doing birds. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's great. Two one five two six three WMMY. That's and why? <laughs> right? Because it's us, and we're not NPR. Uh, let's go through some birthdays while we're waiting for you to call in. Uh, Holly Hunter, the actress, is sixty two years old today. She's great. Yeah, uh, Mrs. Incredible. Yeah. Uh, oh love, God. Love the fact that they did a second movie. The second one is so good, it and is. where they could, you're always like, oh, don't f this up, and they they rarely do. Yep. Uh, it was it was really good. You know what she's really good in? Also, Batman v Superman. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 As the senator. Yeah, yeah. I liked her in that. She, she was a clue on uh, Jeopardy the other night. Did you see that? Yes, the, I did. The, yeah. So they used Incredibles and Batman versus Superman in press, and the uh, the category was um, uh, actors and actresses that have the same letter in the first name and, and uh, oh. starts their last name as well. Okay. And so it was Holly Hunter, raising Arizona. <laughs> Uh, broadcast news, the the Piani. She's been in a lot of stuff. You I was know, in the Piani. I've yeah. never seen Raising Arizona. Oh. Maybe, uh, maybe I'll take that time over the weekend. It's fun. My awesome. favorite Conan. <laughs> I love him so much. <laughs> I know you're doing it. I love him so much. <laughs> I know you do. Let's not forget the comedic capabilities of Nicolas Cage. Uh, which yes. are formidable. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. I had mentioned Broadcast News. Her co-star in that film is Mr. William Hurt. He also shares a birthday and is 70 years old today. He's an amazing actor. He's been in a ton of great stuff. He's the general in uh, in the Marvel series. Yeah. You know, He's been in a number of those films. Yeah. Uh, Children of a Lesser God is a fantastic movie. But I think, Preston, I think you might agree with this, one of his absolute best is the movie The Doctor. I love it. He is so good it's in very, The Doctor. It's very well done. And it's an uplifting movie. Yep. Uh, the Big Chill. There's just a ton of great movies he's been in. Oh, Altered States. Altered That's States. Trip. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen Altered no. States? Uh, it's a complete mind deaf, but it, it is. is. It is. In fact, it has to do with sensory deprivation tanks. Yeah, he's 70 today. Uh, Spike Lee, who's done a ton of great movies over the years. Uh, Steve, we would agree. Malcolm X. Is, Malcolm X is still, I think, uh, it's just an amazing work. It is. Uh, he celebrates his 63rd birthday today. Uh, then we have a guy who was here in our studio. I love him. Hal Linden, Barney Miller himself. Uh, that was such a great day with him. He's 89 today. Uh, yeah, I hope he's self-quarantining because he's yeah. in the uh, in that risk area. But, man, he was vibrant, really cool. He goes back. I had no idea when we were doing research on his career, Preston. He started as a big band singer with, like, Glenn Miller. Yeah. 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 Super nice guy, seven, uh, 89. I think we should take the time at some point in our radio careers to rank, rank him up. No, to rank 
the best um, instrumental TV theme songs because this, I think, is definitely a top ten. It's way up there. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Hey, I saw, speaking of instrumental themes uh, today, I saw a video that just, I needed a, a good laugh, and it is uh, people who have uh, collected videos of their dogs howling <laughs> to the, um, oh, uh, uh, oh, man, it's a cop show. Not SVU. you. Uh, Law and Order. Law and Order. To the Law and Order theme song. It was hilarious. I, dogs howling cracks me up. It, me too. It I just could... cracks me up. And the fact that all these different dogs, for some reason, there's something in that song that makes them think a is dog crazy? is howling or something like that. And yeah. I, I love it. It's, it's great. We used to have two actual two hunting dogs. Some They'd have been abandoned next to our house. And because uh, we had the, a, a large wooded area that people would dump their pets off. And so we ended up, if someone had dumped a hippopotamus, we would have kept it. <laughs> but long story short, when they went, they'd both go together. Yeah. <laughs> and it was the greatest Hounds. Thing. Hounds yeah. love to oh, howl yeah. and, and they crack me. I up. had a chocolate lab that I used to get. I, I could get them to howl on command. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My my new, my dogs now, they, they all they do is bark. Never. Son of a bastard. Bastards. Uh, so maybe we'll do theme songs someday, Casey. Right. Helen is 89. Bobby Orr, the great uh, Hall of Fame hockey player. Is he howls. 72 today. He's a howler. When trains pass. Uh, Carl Reiner has his birthday today. Carl Reiner is 98 years old. Damn. So who's, uh, wow. so Mel Brooks is older, right? You know what? I don't know, no, Steve. So, no, I, mean, I think Mel he's Brooks younger. is like 92, right? Because uh, when Max tweeted that oh, out Oh, that's early, right. That's right. Uh, so Carl is the older of those two friends. And they still go get ice cream. Or, yeah. Well, they had until last they, week. They have people in hazmat suits bringing it to them now. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, their, their old, uh, uh, 2,000-year-old you know, man bits are still hilarious to watch. Fully improvised. Yeah. So Carl Reiner would, would go up and start interviewing this man who's his character, and they do it over and over again. It first started at, actually at parties when they would get together, no and kidding. they would just start doing it in front of friends, and then they said, we should do that on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's great. Uh, he's, uh, 98. Wow, happy birthday. Uh, Pat Riley, the NBA coach, is 75. He had the slick back hair, right? That is correct, yeah. yep. Michael Rappaport. Uh, there we who's go. Been here a number of times. Great guy. Very very funny. Uh, celebrates his fiftieth birthday today. So a big one for him. And he's, a, he's a good actor. He is, is. one of his uh, shows on Netflix is on my my binge list that we uh, talked about yesterday. Uh, Atypical. Okay. Yeah. It's the uh, this autistic son, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 It's a good show. Yeah. Uh, drummer Carl Palmer of Emerson Lake and Palmer, and also Asia. Uh, is 70, and one day, he was just walking down the hallway here. Yeah. And he came in the studio, and I get, we didn't interview him or anything. I had a chance to get a picture with the great Hi, Carl, Carl Palmer. Carl, hi, Carl Palmer. <laughs> it was really cool. Um, he was a super nice guy, too. And I bought into the Asia thing. Yeah, I, I did, know, too. Knowing, uh, even knowing that it was a complete construct, I yeah. dubbed the music. Yeah, yeah. I was on oh board because, of, you know, uh, Steve Howell from Yes, yes. was in there. So. He was yes. also the drummer on... Arthur Brown's fire. Sean. No. Yep. Oh, Paul Palmer is my drummer. I had no idea. I just really? saw this for the first time, yeah. The crazy oh. world of Arthur Brown. That's I all right, that's an eye opener for today. The God of Hell There it is. And I bring you fire. Nothing like fire. Light a funeral pyre. Take my love higher. <laughs> you call the king sire. Wow. All 
All right, Carl Palmer, happy birthday today, 70th. Uh, Jimmy Vaughn, uh, brother of the late Stevie Ray Vaughn and guitarist for the fabulous Thunderbirds, is 69. That's my favorite drink. Uh, that is correct, <laughs> yes. I forgot about that. It's fabulous Thunderbird. Uh, uh, and then don't worry about it. We, okay. We're going to move along. Right, <laughs> and then the last birthday is uh, actress Ruby Rose, who's currently Batwoman or Batgirl. She's she's Batwoman. They Batwoman, changed okay. it, and uh, she has her full outfit. Uh, she's I, I think she's really good. My one issue with her on the show, Preston, as Batwoman, is she's so tiny. Yeah. That when she gets into brawls with, it's like, yeah, yeah. Really? Can you throw that person across Re- the room? Really? Yeah. Uh, but uh, she was really good in John Wick 2 as the... Uh, um, like the death, death assassin? Death assassin, yeah. yeah. She is uh, 34 today, by the way. So happy birthday. Ruby Rose. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to this stupid question. NBC has used the Peacock logo since... Uh, well, I need to find out what year that was. They were, they were founded in 1926. What year did they start using the Peacock logo? I will go to Gene for the answer. Hey, Gene, good morning. Good morning. Uh, Jean, so do me a favor and tell me what year they started using the Peacock, please. 1979. You're correct. I would have thought much earlier. Hang on, Jean. We're going to give you a case of Sly Fox Pike Glen Pills, a classic Pilsner brewed with German and Czech hops for a crisp, dry beer that pairs well with any springtime get-together. All Sly Fox tap rooms are open to provide beer and food to go. And let's get to some of the entertainment stories. We'll start with the royal family. Queen Elizabeth II is sharing words of wisdom with the world as she takes steps to distance herself from the coronavirus epidemic. The 93-year-old monarch and her husband, Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh, uh, headed to Windsor this week. It was a week ahead of the, the schedule, and they canceled plans and events. And on Thursday, she sent a message via her press office. I will not be attending Coachella. <laughs> As it has been postponed. It's been what? Postponed. As Philip, she said, as Philip and I arrive at Windsor today, we know that many individuals and families across the United Kingdom and around the world are entering a period of great concern and uncertainty. I ask you all to retreat to your large mansions. We. <laughs> Uh, whether they be the one you have in Scotland <laughs> or the two you have around London. <laughs> we, we are all being advised to change our normal routines and regular patterns of life for the greater good of the communities we live in and, in particular, to protect the most vulnerable We within. ask you to place calls to your various family members around your house. And alert them, or perhaps send a letter that they'll receive eventually when it arrives at their room. Uh, At times such as these, she continued, I am reminded that our nation's history has been forged by people and communities coming together to work as one, concentrating our combined efforts with a focus on the common goal. And she's right. I mean, she she was, you know, uh, with with Winston Churchill, you know, after the the war. And if you watch The Crown, in fact, The Crown's a great binging show. It really is like get hip to that. Do you remember in in um, in that first season when they had such over the top pollution? Yeah, that people couldn't even see when they were going outside right, right. walking, and that ended up leading to acts of uh, clean air acts and things like that. And it did benefit the royal family since they're so unattractive. People oh, weren't yeah, that yeah, scared. They weren't able to see them. I'm actually rather attractive. <laughs> if uh, you say so. But she's she's had to deal with. Uh, moments like yes, this throughout yeah, yeah. her entire life. So uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry then reposted the Queen's message on the gram. 
Uh, (laughs) Speaking of kids, Prince Harry and William, uh, meanwhile, are as at odds as ever, according to a report in Us Weekly. Oh, really? Take that for what it is. Us Weekly never never fits. So it's fact. Yeah. Much, listen, I need stuff to talk about with celebrities. (laughs) Much of their current strife, an insider says, is due to Harry and Meghan's decision to step down from royal duties. Of course. One person opined there has always been a part of Harry that felt like he was living in his brother's shadow. Uh, he doesn't envy the responsibility that comes with being the future king of England, but William's the golden boy, and Harry feels like he has a lot to live up to. Listen, I found some exquisite trim, and I'd like to spend some time with it. Another se- source said uh, Harry knows William's mad at him for uprooting and leaving him to pick up the pieces. Uh, but the way Harry sees it, Megan's happiness is way more important. Harry's fed up with being judged or expected to... Act a certain way. It said towards before this whole thing really blew up, Preston. Uh, they had painted a white line down the middle of Buckingham Palace. Oh, yeah, yeah. that must have been tough. Yeah. You stay on that side. Another uh, royal news: Harry's Invictus Games have been postponed until next year because oh. of the coronavirus. So they're doing in twenty twenty one. I bet you there is truth to this, um, and probably more truth than uh, you know we give uh, us weekly credit for. But uh, I, well, right yeah, now maybe. there seems to be in light of that. Prior to it, though. They were agitating for this all the time when there necessarily didn't exist that sort of strife. I believe that firmly, that all this stuff that there was supposed to be this rivalry and this stuff between Kate Middleton and Meghan Markle, you know, but mm-hmm. it became a, 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 a prophecy that was fulfilled after they decided to depart from the royal family. Yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt also that there's a, you know, a little bit of, really, you guys couldn't tough it out? You yeah, know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. But who knows? I mean, it's family dynamics. Uh, let's move on to important stuff. The Bachelorette. Yes! <laughs> Claire, Claire Crawley's season hasn't even started, but the scandals keep coming. Oh, my God. First, the 38-year-old had to endure the mockery of her exes and social media for being the oldest Bachelorette in history. Was she 37? Uh, she, uh, she's 38. Okay. Uh, and striking out a record four times in Bachelor Nation already. Wow. Uh, then the coronavirus pandemic happened and her season was delayed. So she's just dealing with all this. Oh, my God. All that stuff she has to put up with. Uh, but it seems, So think about that when you're quarantined at home right now. It seems the uproar and the pandemic may have created the perfect storm of chaos for Crawley. Longtime host Chris Harrison revealed on Instagram Live the much derided casting choices. Most of them were uh, men that were in their 20s would be reconsidered. Harrison said the production hiatus was creating an opportunity for new contestants. He said the chances are for everybody to be able to put their life on hold and come back again is very slim. So, yeah, we're still casting. So if you have somebody you think is great for this beautiful woman right here, dot, dot, dot. Sexy, um, sexy lady. Yeah. Uh, he added. If the, you're the, the right guy, let us know. There will be some different guys. Maybe it'll be completely different guys. And there may be some same guys. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> You're not helping. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll be a mixture. Who knows? It could be some same guys or some other guys. Uh, we really don't know. Uh, with the way the world is right now with everybody's schedule. It's a crazy, crazy place. Uh, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Crawley is on board, having previously said she hopes people still continue to buy for a spot on the show. Uh, so all the the holdup has. I'll say this her. for her advanced age, bachelor's <laughs> yeah, of thirty eight. Uh, she's very attractive. Oh yeah. Um, so you know, I, I would I might consider it a badge of honor that none of these lunkheads ever managed to yeah. <laughs> to con her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so social media was a little bit split after America's top doctor called on 
Kylie Jenner to help during the coronavirus epidemic. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Surgeon General Jerome Adams said, what I really think we need to do is get our influencers. We need to get Kylie Jenner and social media influencers out there in helping folks understand that, look, this is serious. This is absolutely serious. People are dying. And you know the bitch of it? He's right. He is. He's right. Yeah, he's absolutely he, right. The idea to communicate through people yeah. who might be yeah. reticent to listen, like younger people who are, uh, who are they're the ones you see on the beaches in, in Florida yep. for yep. ignoring, the, partying down in, in uh, New Orleans. Yep. So at some level with her reach, what is, what is her Instagram how many millions upon millions? Nick is looking it up right now. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's hundreds it's, of millions. Yeah, 166 million. 66 wow. million. So, well, I listen to Vanessa Hudgens. So. Why ignore that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he noted that the 22-year-old holds more sway with kids than their parents do. Some do, I would yeah. imagine, yeah. And uh, that if they continue to ignore the risks, more people will get sick. Uh, what are we seeing? New data. Uh, he said, we are seeing new data from Italy that suggests that young people may be at higher risk than what we previously thought. But think about your grandfather. Think about your grandmother. Think about the fact that you're spreading disease that could ultimately be what kills them. So he's putting the word out there and totally. She oops. responded, by the way. Uh, did she? Yeah, she did. So she she actually uh, took his advice and did, um, much to her credit on Instagram, uh, you know, uh, post a message. Yeah, she had a whole bunch of series um, stories last night. I mean, and uh, and fortunately, Steve, she did add uh, cherry oh, filters Jesus. on her cheeks and seriously uh, oh, and uh, like sparkly well, stars. She's very stars. I just heard the audio, Nick, and I'm I'm glad I just heard the audio. <laughs> We're looking uh, at it because, right now. Uh, she's got the she's got the animated cherries on her face. What could oh. you expect? That Did you was, expect any more than this? That was in honor of Abraham Lincoln. Is the audio over? We, we yes. should, yeah. Uh, okay. Yes, so the uh, audio more compelling we'll than give the it video. A minute. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll, we'll roll oh, it here in a second yeah. here. Oh, ready. All right, here we go. This is it. Well, I have a 15 and a 14-year-old, and the more I tell them not to do something, the more they want to do it. This is the Surgeon Surgeon General. Yeah. That's not her. What I really think we need to do was get our, our influencers, uh, Kevin Durant, uh, Donovan Mitchell. We need to get Kylie Jenner. We need to get our social media influencers out there and, and helping folks understand that, look, this is serious. All right, and then we have uh, clip two. Hey, guys. Happy self-quarantine. I know. I'm Wait, what? Happy self-quarantine. Happy self-quarantine. She's trying to do a good thing for us tonight. I know she is. I know. I, I, I know. I, I'm right with you, buddy. I'm right with you. I'm right with you. I'm right with you. I know. My, my teeth are gritting, yeah. too. But right. Let's go back to it. Happy Let's self-quarantine. Thank you for... I hear you. Thank I hear you for you. tamping yeah, me down. If you guys could just hang out okay. in your 10,000 square foot homes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Hey, guys. Happy self-quarantine. I know I've already been doing my daily reminders about how important it is right now to practice social distancing and self-quarantine. I'm going on my ninth day. The coronavirus is a real thing. I listened to the Surgeon General this morning and, you know, he kind of, even though I've already been doing my daily reminders, he definitely encouraged me to come on here and talk to you guys so you could see me and hear me. Please stay inside, you guys. That's a good thing. She, yes. she was doing daily reminders mm. before he said something? No, she wasn't. To you herself, sure? because sometimes she'll yeah. look in the mirror and she thinks that's someone else. <laughs> hey, Who hey, is that? <laughs> hey, wall person. <laughs> hey, what'd yeah. you get here? Stay away. Stop mimicking me. <laughs> Why are you always walking where I am? You look awesome, by oh, the you way. You look so good. Who are you? They never said you weren't fat. <laughs> 
You know what I just realized? That it's a, so I just can't get past the vocal fry. It's just, it's horrible. And and I, I'm, I'm trying to con- mm-hmm. understand why people talk like that. And, I, and, and it seems to be, you know, people in that realm that talk like that in that world. And it may be because they never, ever, ever have to raise their voice to anyone for any reason at all. Why, when everyone's on your payroll? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would say this also, I think, as with we've you know, we've commented before, that the plastic surgery and the lips and all that stuff is part of the norm. <laughs> that method of speaking is the norm. I guess, they, yeah. They, they, yeah. Don't yeah. Know, they don't know uh, inflection. Yeah. They don't know, you know. Yeah. But she did a good thing. She yeah, did, she yeah. did. And you know what? I, she said something I, I totally forgot. To wish all of you guys a happy self-quarantine. Yeah. So, self-quarantine. Happy self-quarantine. Yeah, happy Preston, you know what I can't stop hearing now? What? And. 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 and so, I'm sorry and I did that and to you. I can't stop hearing it. On, on this case, as you mentioned earlier in this, Preston, and as they're, they're showing a disproportionate amount of young people who will get the disease and they'll do fine. But that also raises, if you're young and you have asthma... Or you're young and you have any outlying condition sure. that could be an issue that can be a problem, and they are seeing some some you know again yeah. the numbers for fatality. I don't think there there really are any or you know for for teens, but there are certainly hospitalizations. So you want to watch out. But the main issue that the Surgeon General and Kylie Jenner stepped up to promote is that you could bring it back to someone gum gum or gumpy or whoever in your life <laughs> is is uh, is at risk. So Kim has been. Uh sharing uh saying that she and her family are practicing uh the uh and and preaching uh social distancing uh, she captioned a shot of herself and Kylie uh saying I was organizing my photos in my phone and found this miss my sisters but we are all social distancing and staying away from each other all separately self quarantined it's hard but we have to do this for our safety and for everyone else's. Please do not ignore the severity of the warnings to stay inside and stop the spread of this virus. Do you know what's very telling about that? She didn't mention Rob. <laughs> <laughs> Just I the miss sister. my sisters. <laughs> what about Rob? Oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I miss him too. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, let's get on some other stuff. David Harbour and Lily Allen Lily. are sparking marriage rumors after an Instagram live session. The pair uh, got the romance rumors going when they were spotted smooching in New York City. The Good for four- him. The 44-year-old Stranger Things star and the 34-year-old British singer have been spotted several times since and made their red carpet debut in January at the Screen Actors Guild Awards. Uh, Harbor popped up on Alan's live session with both of them snuggling up in bed in PJs. When a fan asked how many copies of No Shame were sold, she laughed, guessing, I don't know, like 5,000. Uh, and then she had continued saying, you think you married a pop, uh, right, you think you married a pop star? You didn't, referring to Harbor. Not that we're married. We're not married. I just want to make sure that you know. But then he added fuel to the fire by saying, but she is my wife. Uh, as Alan followed up with, we do pretend. So they're just playing a little bit. Uh, when was the uh, scheduled release of Black Widow? That was supposed to be May 1st or 2nd or something okay. like that. They're going uh, to bump, gonna bump it, right? Yeah. They've already yeah. bumped it. I would think so. He was the nicest guy when he was here. He was just the dude you want him to be. He was so great. Do you know how you know also after the, the you know, we finished this segment, he hang, he hung out and talked for a long time. Yeah. And was into hearing what we, were, you know, assessments and stuff. And he was giving uh, behind the scenes stuff about certain things. It was very cool. Yeah. That's really telling when stuff like that happens. Yeah. Like, what kind of person they are. If the second the mic, hey, 
Goodbye. You yeah. know, it's <laughs> like Gallagher. <laughs> Gallagher was a weird. Oh, yeah. God, he, he was sprinted weird. out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So anyhow, uh, they are uh, they're enjoying life together. They're not married, but they kind of pretend that they do. So that means they're going to eventually get married. Uh, speaking of married, Eva Amuri. This is a follow up. She is uh, Susan Sarandon's daughter, the yeah. stunningly beautiful redhead. Right. Uh, she and we were trying to figure this out the other day. She and Kyle Martino have been divorced since February, as it turns out, according to court records in Connecticut, because she just gave birth. Yeah. The 35-year-old Amuri and 39-year-old Martino had finalized the divorce on February 4th, and on March 13th, they welcomed their third child. Could you imagine going through a divorce when you're that far pregnant? Yeah. Wow. Uh, so I don't know what the story is behind wow. them. Uh, but they welcome their child on yeah. March 13th, right? Yeah. Ah, uh, strange. Uh, Mateo is the, the baby's name. I mean, you, you've got to, whatever you have or don't have between you two, um, you know, the, the kid is the most important thing. Yeah. Hey, uh, Lost Star, Daniel Day Kim, always loved him. He's great. Uh, revealed Thursday, he has been diagnosed with uh, coronavirus. You uh, know, him with coronavirus looks a thousand times better than any of us, which uh, is a very depressing. He's a really good looking dude. <laughs> he is. Uh, he wrote on social media, hi everybody, yesterday I was diagnosed with COVID-19, disease caused by the coronavirus. Looks like I'll be okay, but I wanted to share my journey with you in the hopes that you find it informative or helpful. Uh, hope you all stay safe, calm, and above all, healthy. He also offered to donate antibodies uh, to researchers in a bid to help them find a cure. They're finding out that they, if they take, uh, in some cases, so there's a b- bunch of things in play, which should, should go to give you some comfort about uh, drugs that are already on the market and other things. But one of the things they are finding, Preston, is people have gone through uh, COVID-19. Uh, something about their plasma can be used to reinforce the resistance uh, to the disease with other people. Good. So Excellent. I guess that's what he's doing. Uh, the Cannes Film Festival has officially been postponed. It will no longer Damn it! <laughs> no longer take place May twenty twelfth uh, through the twenty third. Organizers say, and it may be pushed to the end of June or the beginning of July. You know, this is good though because this eliminates the yearly decision about whether you're going to say con or can. Yes. <laughs> That's true. Right? I've settled in on con. <laughs> yeah. I've settled think, in on con. I, but yes, I, you're I, right. I change back and forth each yeah. year. Yeah. I figure I'll man. pick a year to be wrong or right. Uh, you're a con man? I'm a con yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Didn't, we con ask, con. didn't we ask someone sometime? <laughs> we asked somebody. And, it's con. And they said, yeah, they yeah. said con. Yeah. It's, yeah it's the like French, James Con. Yeah, the French pronunciation of it is con. Uh, the festival said. Or like hand solo. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> and Dark Vader. And Dark Vaders. Yeah. Uh, the festival said in the statement at this time of global health crisis. Our thoughts uh, go to the victims of COVID-19. We express our solidarity with all of those who are fighting the disease. Uh, Bachelorette alum Ali Fedotowski, uh tells fans it really hurts to breathe and take deep breaths. So apparently she has coronavirus. I did yeah. not know that. Uh, yesterday I had a fever of 100.3. Today so far I haven't had a fever. Uh, she's waiting test results for coronavirus. Oh, okay. So maybe she doesn't have it. She just feels sick. She's mate, and she may have the flu like I did. So you had the flu. Uh, p- by the way, Preston, I was reading an article today because I try to stay up on this stuff that the influenza B um, has uh, um, spiked more than they thought it would. Oh, so lovely. The, the the well the the. Um, we have that too. Uh, the the, yeah, the that too. influenza, yeah. the one that we all got the shots for, it was actually works because overall across the nation, flu numbers are down for the regular flu. They're still huge, but they're they're down. But you are one of the lucky ones that got influenza B. Yeah, and it's uh, that's treatable. So yeah, 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 you know, which is which is good, which is the difference between it and uh, and COVID nineteen. So. Does anybody know how long the COVID nineteen test takes? So once you get tested, how it's long? Five yes. days, I think, three or... to five days. Okay, before it's come back. Yep. Oh wow. Okay. Yep. 
Uh, so a week after Tom Hanks shared his diagnosis, his sister, Sandra Hanks uh, Benoiton. Huh? Benoiton? Benoiton? Uh, anyway. <laughs> uh, told the Daily Mail, I have communicated with my brother. He's not great, but still okay. Am I shocked? No. Uh, he's an actor, not a god, but medical care in Australia is good. So she's just saying, giving an update. He's yeah, he still feels bad, but um, yeah, and he's still in Australia, right? Correct. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Modern Families. Eric Stone Street donated two hundred thousand meals to his hometown in Kansas City. Uh, he had said, "I am donating two hundred thousand meals to Harvesters Org in Kansas City." Lindsay and I love our hometown. I want to help do what we can. He tweeted, referencing his girlfriend, pediatric nurse Lindsay Schweitzer. Uh, I'm only posting this to maybe motivate you to do what you can, when you can, if you can, to help vulnerable families in our community during this time. Steve, you were cracking me up yesterday talking about uh, Debbie v- uh, Diesel, uh, Vince. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I watched last night uh, the um, the episode of Modern Family that aired on Wednesday night. I watched right. it yesterday, and uh, at the end of that episode, Eric Stone Street dressed up as Reba McIntyre. He was yeah, like yeah. in a dream what? state. It was great. Oh my god, he was like he was had taken sleeping pills or something, and <gasps> so he's. <laughs> He's walking he's through like, the living he's room. He's tripping, yeah. Yeah, and he's got the wig on, and he's singing into a spatula. I was crying. I was okay. laughing so hard. If you get a chance, it's, right. it's so damn funny. I tell you, man, again, that, that, so that, that series wraps up, I think, the first week in April. Uh, but I, I've, I've told you guys this, like, when, again, when I was going through the the uh, you know the prostate cancer thing in 2014, you know, you, you find those things in life that help get you through, and marathons of that show got me through. It's just, it, it's always funny as hell. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, the U.S. film industry, with its 150,000 or so employees, is asking Congress for emergency relief as theaters go dark amid the pandemic. Um, according to a statement who said this, uh, the NATO statement. NATO? Yes, N-A-T-O, <laughs> but I assume that that is the Maybe national- it's Nate, and that's what they call him at work. Hey, NATO. NATO! 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 You have a statement. Uh, there was there was a uh, there was a statement by the NRA the other day that uh-huh. I was like, what? That doesn't make any sense. It was the National Restaurant Association. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what the statement was, but I'm like, what are they talking? They haven't mentioned guns once. <laughs> What's all this talk about tipping? <laughs> uh, it, it must be the theater organization, okay. National American blah, Tall Ogres Theaters, of Tall Ogres <laughs> National Association of Tall Ogres. Huh. <laughs> yeah, they're normally short, right? Yeah, I guess yeah. there's a handful it's, of them it's that are hard. Hard. It's hard. No, Shrek's pretty damn tall. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry, Case. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Come on, bro. I, I was thinking I was thinking of a uh, of a troll. Grow up, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Get educated. Get educated. All right. Uh so NATO said as we confront this evolving NATO and unprecedented period. Uh, we call on Congress and the, uh, the administration to ensure that America's movie theater industry and its tens of thousands of employees across the country can remain resilient. That, and that's a serious thing. And yeah, the box office will likely lose billions in revenue. And uh, So the large companies, obviously, they have their resources. It's, it's the person behind the concession counter who's going to get whomped. So the um, everything and in every way you can, again, with our website and other things, ways you can reach out to help people like that. Uh, the service industry, uh, um, oh, man, it would go so far to uh, you know, help get through this. And, again, we will get through this. 
Uh, and then one last thing, and a tentative sign that uh, normalcy may return to the world. Warner Brothers announced that Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone is set to return to the market in China when it reopens its cinemas, possibly as early as this month. Uh, the film will be remastered in a 4K 3D version. That's cool. Uh, so that's a good sign. Um, that's cool. I would like to... Um... I'd like to see that in 3D. Yeah, I, I go to that 4K theater and it's in a, it's a 3D. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I think we're ready for clips. Maybe uh, mystery clips. Oh, uh, don't. Well, they're don't. not sent over yet. But oh, you no know what, Preston? Listen. Usually on Friday, um, you do movie releases. You're right. We don't have any movie releases, but there is kind of movie release news. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about this. The new one. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I love that. You know what? Uh, I, you know I love the THX, uh, the the 20th Century Fox uh, version, but that might be my favorite case. It's, it's, and that's your and, song. And thank, thank you, you to Seamus, yes, yeah. for bringing us around to that. What are we doing? So, um, Steve, if you wanted to mention the, there are a few movies that were in the theaters that, um, because of you know what we're going through right now, Oop. are now going to be available video on demand. Right. Yes. We mentioned Emma. Emma's the one. We, we mentioned... had uh, who do you call it in the studio? Um, Anya Taylor. Anya Taylor Joy. Yeah. Uh, the Hunt, which is the uh, the movie about uh, the uh, the uh, political classes. Warring. It's basically the most dangerous game. It's a dark satire that apparently skewers. Oh yeah, yeah, all yeah. sides. And Glenn Howerton is in that. Glenn Howerton is in that. Ours. And then there's the Invisible Man, which uh, is getting really great reviews. Yes. I loved it. I really, really, and listen, I th- I thought that there were plot holes in it, yeah. and I don't even care. Like it was still, it, it was a great suspense movie. So I all thought. that is will be available, and they're going to be doing a lot more of that as we proceed. With in other words. There, stuff that was already ready to be released, they figured might as well get something and yeah. provide some home entertainment. So that's cool. And of course, reminding people, Frozen Two, if you have Disney Plus, yes, is available ahead of time. As is the last Star Wars movie. They bumped that up. We might cave and go ahead and get Disney Plus just because of that. Uh, I knew it was going to eventually happen, but I, I already have enough streaming services. But you know, my daughter loves. Uh, what's one more? So here's, here, yeah, right. Here's a litmus what's test. What's one more bill? <laughs> yeah. My my brother Tom in California, uh, his daughter. Uh, you know, she, I, I gave them the membership as, as a gift for Christmas, and yeah. it couldn't have worked out better because she's a huge Frozen fan, and she got to see Frozen too. Well, now they're bundling things, right? So, Preston, I know you're a Hulu guy, but uh, so they're bundling Hulu and Disney Plus and ESPN, ESPN together. Yeah. So I know you're a huge ESPN fan. All over it. All over it. Yeah. Uh, all right, cool. Well, let's. Uh, we now have the clips. So we're ready. Do we know what they are? Are we playing the game? No, nah, we got it. Got we got it. So, sorry. Uh, Casey's going to love this. Zero, zero, zero is a crime drama that follows the troubled journey of a large shipment of cocaine from Mexico to Italy. In this clip, star uh, Andrea Riseborough. Yeah. Or is it? Okay. Uh, discusses the original book that uh, the series is based on. Here we go. It's it's an interesting book. It's by Roberto Saviano, who's a really interesting writer because his work's somewhere between novel and journalism. And he's written a book about the cocaine trade and its many tentacles across the globe. I don't <laughs> give a f- I'm just kidding. So, Nick pulled up a picture of Andrea Riseborough. You absolutely know who she is, Steve. Uh, she was the redhead in Oblivion. Yeah. Uh, who's the, the female lead. There's two female characters in that movie. She's, she's excellent. Yeah, she's great in that. She was also in 
Birdman and a few other things. So okay, and this show and she's she, got uh, weird hair. She does. Yeah. Um, it's it's cool, and uh, she's definitely got like an exotic look about her. So. I'm four episodes in, Casey. I still don't know why it's called zero zero zero. Me and I finished it. <laughs> okay, me. Well, so here's the deal. It's basically set in three places, so maybe it's zero for each of them. I, I zero some game or something. I don't know. Ah! Yeah. Maybe it's because I made a peacock noise. <laughs> maybe that's ago. it. Yeah. Uh, zero 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 is streaming now on Amazon Prime Video. All right, next clip. Good Girls follows three suburban mothers as their lives spiral out of control after robbing a supermarket to make ends meet. In this clip, uh, Christina Hendricks. Uh, discusses how her relationships on set have grown over three seasons. Here we go. I have to say it's a dream job. Um, these women are, I mean, they're my family now. I, I, I just couldn't love them more. But, but everyone and, and the crew, it really, is, it really is sort of everyone trying to make everyone else's job as easy as possible and as fun as possible. What about our huge freaking hooters, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that clip in a while. <laughs> That's all I was thinking about. Was just like, uh, Good Girls airs Sunday night at 10, and that is on NBC, by the way. It's okay. I just, it's, it's the first thing I think of when I, when I hear well, her name. Hey, she, you know, listen, she proudly uh, puts her chest on display. So, yeah. you know, it's, she's a really good actress. She was she great is. in Mad Men, Mad Men. And uh, other things, and in this, and we had her on. She could have been more lovely, but she she is known as for for her her pinup level, yeah. yeah, physique, yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, that's the entertainment report for you this morning. Um, yes, what? No, no, no. I'm oh. I'm, I'm all ready for you. Bro. Oh, you are okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. So you pointed something, and I think I know what it is. It's probably a piece of music that you can hit now. When we return, we get started with Daily Rush Madness. Yeah, it's uh, yes, it's once again that time of year. Our, only our second time trying this out. Our Daily Rush videos over the past year, uh, they have been seeded. They have been put into regions. We will have them face off against each other. We will highlight which ones. You can vote for them at WMMR.com, WMMR.com. And we're just going to highlight them through the course of the morning just to remind you with clips as to what these videos are. And then you go online and you you vote for them. And each of the clips has been sanitized. Excellent. So you are safe. Safe. Keep that in mind. So we have six matchups that we're going to do today. And we'll roll them out through the course of the show. So we will take a break and come back with that. Make sure that you stay with us and guests and more on the program today. I'll tell you about that when we return. 93.3 WMMR presents Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month, Vixen 77. Celebrating our area's best talent. Bringing it to you on air, online, and in the community. Hear and see more at WMMR.com. Keyword, Local Shots. Vixen 77. Jackson's Local Shots Artist of the Month. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, Let me see. Before we move to our uh, intended segment here, I did have an email that I got to want to read from uh, a guy who uh, emails us regularly. His name is Harry Wood. Harry Wood. (laughs) Yes, he's been getting in touch for years. But he said, "In in these random ass times we are having... Uh, I've been filling the time with watching a back catalog of Daily Rush videos on YouTube. And I was watching one such video before going off to Slumberland. And that somehow invaded my dreams last night. Wow. In it, 
I was listening to WMMR and Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody was playing, yet instead of the incredible vocals of the incomparable Freddie Mercury gracing the airwaves, I was instead hearing Steve's bachelor guy voice (laughs) reciting the lyrics. Wow. Uh, It was bizarrely hilarious, especially when Steve said the phrase, goodbye, everybody, I've got to go. And when I woke up, I saw that I fell asleep watching the Daily Rush video where the bachelor can't find the door to the studio and can't leave. <laughs> gotta go. I gotta go. Uh, I look forward to voting in the Daily Rush Madness this year, and thank you for bringing back this contest. Cheers. That's from Harry Wood. I love that. And again, so the videos are created by one uh, Nick Murphy, who uh, sits diligently and, and will chop together uh, the bits uh, that we do throughout, well, for now for years, and there is a backlog that is available so yes. this weekend. If you're looking to do some stuff, if it makes you smile, we are only too happy. That's why this contest, or this, I should say, competition, couldn't have come at a better time. Absolutely. And before we start, I want uh, to give a nod of appreciation and love. Yes, no, I'm going to. Stop waving me off to Marissa Magnata. Marissa has been here every day till 7 o'clock in the evening. She's amazing. Putting this together. Yeah. She gets here at 6 a.m. Yep. And has been staying till 7, 8 o'clock working on this. Uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, oh, my God, yes. Yeah. And and apparently she was asking me to help her, and I never helped her. And so I feel horrible about it because I love her more than anything. Uh, but she is uh, she is really working, working super-duper hard uh, to get all the clips ready for us, to get the brackets, to do the seating of all this, to put it all together. So I want to I tell Marissa that I love Yay! her. She deserves it. She, she has does. a disposition. I would. I'd be killing people right and left. I know. If, if if the stuff Marissa gets thrown at her, I literally would be murdering people on a daily basis. Yep. And yet she rolls with the punches. Well, yep. there's wine waiting for me when what? I'm home. Yes. <laughs> no. Uh, this was really easy to put together because you guys are so freaking funny. These videos <laughs> are amazing, and I had so much fun going through and watching old videos and like things that like maybe went over my head in the moment when they were live. <laughs> and you sit back and watch it and like. They're just hilarious. I'm laughing. I'm trying to, you know, edit up these clips. And my favorite part of the clips is our laughter in the clips. <laughs> it and is... our genuine reactions to just whatever the silly moment was that we were experiencing. You hit upon a good point, Marissa, because I've said it many times. is We're doing the show. We're not seeing it in a video way. We're seeing it this way, the way we are right now in the studio, interacting with each other. And so it, it is sort of weird. And you don't want to make it sound self-serving when you say, wow, that was I enjoyed that. But they are. They're, they're, they're cut together so well, uh, it, it makes it a, a fun experience. Marissa, was it last year when you were editing these, editing these together that you noticed all of our flubs, our, our mishaps, our uh, tendencies to make goofy noises? Or was that just a separate time entirely? Um, that may have just been prepping for something else. Okay. I can't remember. But those just happen all the time. Yeah, it's every, so, day. every day. Wait, there was a good Preston one the other day. Laugh or flub? Um, oh. It was uh, like it, a yeah. noise. Yeah, it was like, ugh. <laughs> Do we have it? Yeah, it's somewhere. Right, it's but, but we're going to have to. All right. It's all good, yeah. but, we got everything queued up and ready to go. Casey, you ready? We yes, got the I, intro. Here yep. we go. Feeling deprived of a basketball bracket? Running out of shows to binge on? Well, that's a promo. Okay. <laughs> that's not what we... There's there's a uh, there's an official... Hold on, Marissa, what? Uh, try the one that says stager. Yeah, well, that stager. was... All right, so that was from 2019. So that's Yeah, we're using reason. that. If it's okay. any consolation, yeah. I'm still every bit as excited as I was before that. Okay. Here we go. Yeah! It's time. For Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. All right. 
friends, competitors, voters, whatever you may be. Electricians. We want to tell you how this is going to work. Uh, at PrestonandSteve.com, WMMR.com as well, you will find your opportunity to take a look at the brackets and also to vote on the Daily Rush Madness video that you want. Uh, and we're going to do six matchups today. We'll do a series of matchups each day. We'll highlight them on the air for you throughout the course of our program. We have four categories, four regions, and they are as follows. We have the Hey Bitches region, <laughs> the Shart region, wow. the Gadzooks region, strong, and a new one this year, the Annabelle region. <laughs> a new competitor, oh, yes. yes. Annabelle. Wow. Annabelle. All right, so... <laughs> First up, and we, of course, have the top seeds go against the lower seeds. That's how the whole rundown works. So seed number one, I like Turtles Kid All Grown Up. It's not the original like I Like Turtles. The I Like Turtle Kids All all Grown Up versus a number 16 seed, Bill Weston's Church Reading. Now, if you don't remember what those are, and some of these, I don't remember what they are by the description alone. We'll play a clip for you just to remind you, and then you'll be able to vote. So let's play uh, I Like Turtles Kid All Grown Up. Here's a clip from that. That's that little kid grew up yep. to be. That's, that's him. Oh, my God, it's him. Yeah. I like turtles. <laughs> All that comes across my desk are goddamn turtle stories. Couldn't you see the signs? <laughs> you interviewed me when I was a kid. <laughs> it was a cry for help. I was dressed as a zombie, and I said I love turtles. Why was no one listening? Looking good. Jonathan just got an awesome face paint job. What do you think? Uh, and then we don't have the I Like Turtles. All right. Uh, so that's I Like Turtles. And then we have that against Bill Weston's church reading. Here we go. Can you yes. imagine being yes. at church and, and you hear the other people that are kind of speaking like this? And Bill steps up to the microphone. <laughs> and then Jesus said, Peter, you'll be the third leg of the stool. Yes. <laughs> All right. Voting is enabled. You can do it through WMMR.com. Take a look as we speak, and we'll highlight the other ones. But that's uh, the number one in uh, the number one matchup in the Hey Bitches region. May I also draw attention to the fact that not only uh, the video is done, but there, there are graphic uh, uh, you know depictions of each video. And uh, I, I think it was Nick. Nick had to do it, I guess. Put me up as he put the kid zombie makeup on my face before the video. I love it's it. hilarious. Uh, I love it. Hey, I uh, want to mention a few things concerning uh, the um, coronavirus and the restrictions and all that other stuff that's going on. And uh, we had mentioned this earlier. I want to lead with this. We have what is called now uh, through WMMR.com Operation Shop Local. Um, we had, uh, Kathy had mentioned in news that the non-essential places are officially being, you know, closed um, for the time being. And so we have set up a free directory of local businesses that uh, we can support with gift card purchases or using their pickup and delivery services. So if you go to WMMR.com, if you don't see right there, use the keyword shop local, and then you'll see the list. Or you can list your business as well. I have my friend... Uh, Mike Parker, who owns a series of barber shops out my way, yes, and they are doing a gift card. They're, they're, what they're going to do, and some some places are doing this as well, where if you buy a gift card, which you can use later on, they're going to give fifty percent of what you paid for that uh, coupon to their employees. That's a, that's the mindset of a lot of these they're businesses. Out of work. Yes, so Harvest is doing the same thing. So all purchases of gift cards, all the money is going to pay to take care of payrolls. So uh, keep that in mind. So Casey, I know you said you're going to do some takeout. Yeah. Uh, and, and there's so many good business. Rob Wasserman, our, our good friend who does the Burger Brawl. Yeah. Uh, he has his Snap Pizza Kitchens and things like that. There's a whole list of, you know, we'll start to mention some sporadically, but there's a, a good list of people uh, with businesses that are hurting 
but you can help a little bit and help abate some of the worries and, and woes of the people who are working there. Listen, it's going to be tough. We get on outside on the other end. If we can sort of do everything we can on this side to help them through, it'd be nice. Yep. So take, I, I, I love this idea, Preston. Take a look at that when you when you get a chance. And, and uh, I wanted to mention it's Parker's Barbershop. I told him to go on there and make sure he lists it. So. And he, he owns a bunch of, of them? He owns three of them, Okay, yeah. wow. Yeah. Um, and then uh, a couple of supermarket chains have announced that they are going to be hiring more workers. Uh, the Giant Company and Acme Markets uh, both announced that they're going to be looking to add more employees because they're staying open. Yeah, they are. And uh, my son actually works at Giant, and my wife went and told them, uh, she was in shopping, and told them, hey, listen, if you need, you know, my son's he lives at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have to be doing this. If you want to give his job temporarily to somebody else oh, wow. who needs to make money, you can do that. That's we, we wonderful. Don't, we don't mind having them around. Yeah, yeah I lo- um, that's so, so nice. So maybe part timers, you know, like that, maybe can offer up something like that for now. Sure. Uh, I was at my local Acme yesterday, and uh, I mean, it was it was bumping. I, I was surprised with uh, same same. Yeah. I, the, I'm the one on uh, Mermaid Lane, I believe it's in uh, Mount Airy. So, and it's a, a big sprawling uh, Acme, and you could go in and get what you need. Shelves are being replenished yeah. again. We're just telling you, no need to hoard. Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a favor, though, because Please. I was talking to a grocery store worker yesterday, a local store that I was in, uh, and uh, she she's like, hey, how you doing? I went, fine. Yeah, how you doing? She's like, oh, it's crazy. It's insane. I go, what's going on? She's like, people are being mean. Oh, and I really? Go, I go, really? I go, you're getting mean people? She's yeah. And I said, why? She goes, they're yelling at us because of the lack of stock. And, and that's not everybody, but some yeah. people have been. And she's going, we're doing everything we can. I, you know, this... We're doing what we can. It's not our fault that people are coming in and buying things. So I'm just going to ask you to please mm. be nice to the people at the stores. It is not their fault. Okay. I'll tell you what. I walked into Target, and, and not that I would ever make a comment or say anything to anybody, but I walked down the aisle and I got so angry. I'm like, there is not one thing on the shelf. Not one. It wasn't like it was the brand you didn't want. There was nothing. Right. Not yeah. one thing on the shelf. Like, they keep saying, and I'm not talking about the employees, but like whoever they is, they, you know, we're getting deliveries, we're stocking the shelves. Well, then where the hell is everything? Well, they're playing catch up, and, I, I get and, and they'll I get, get it. there. It'll, it'll get there. It's just, um, you but know. you can't. I mean, how it, many days are we into this? But listen, that's how many what, days are we into this? So, so the, the 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 dominoes fell after the NBA made their announcement, and then everything went, and then the president, you know, uh, went on and said his his deal, and so everyone started to 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 panic. So. We're just days away. But, I mean, okay, trucks are running. Commerce is running. Those shelves will get replenished. And, again, as we pointed out, it's not as if, you know, roads are shut down or anything like that. Right. That will continue. But everyone has to sort of just say, okay, take a breath. It'll be there. And and pe- people are playing catch-up. And I think that's the point. But it was just still, like, you know, you're like, okay, well, they keep saying don't freak out. But when I walk into a store and there's nothing on the shelves, if you're I go to the next store – and there's something there, I'm going to buy it up. You know what I mean? And, and I so I see how this like cycle right, right, is going right, to go right. because there are people who are getting nervous. But be be nice to the workers. That's, yes, uh, yes. That's, that's important. So um, They're doing an amazing job. Giant is hiring temporary and part-time team members across family brands, which includes Giant Martins, Giant Direct, and Giant Heirloom Markets. Uh, immediate positions as service associates, cashiers, general stock clerks, drivers, and fulfillment center selectors are available. Uh, Acme Market says that they are hiring in all of their stores with immediate opens ava- openings available. Uh, those interested should, should apply online or check with a store director uh, at your local store. So keep that in mind. 
There are. I saw a news story, Preston, just to expand on that a little bit. There are businesses that are interviewing online where you can start some some corporations and some other jobs that, you know, you think, oh, I have to go in for an interview. That's not necessarily the case. You could be hired, um, you know, and, and start a job online. It's not inconceivable. So there are options out there. And so check. And if anything that I, comes across my, my plate, I'll send over to be posted. But, uh, yeah. It, it, obviously, there's going to be a lot of unemployment insurance being collected and a lot of people out of work. So yep. anything that you can do that you can send our way to pass out to everyone, we'd appreciate it. So Wawa is making some changes uh, to their hours and their self-serving areas uh, effective today. Now, when in, in effect at 5 a.m., Wawa customers will not be able to serve themselves coffee. Wawa employees will serve customers. Yeah, there was, that makes there sense. Were some stories that were doing that yesterday, mm-hmm. um, and um, that's yeah, I, I'm I'm yeah. fine with that. They're trying to keep. Uh, you know, uh, well, touching things yeah. to a minimum. There's, there, you have like the, for example, like the, the the creamers and all that stuff in the center that you'd normally just grab. That that's all back there, and now one person will handle it, and that'll, you know, that'll that'll mitigate. I, I think that makes complete sense. Yeah. Uh, additionally, all self service fountain beverages, icy drinks, cappuccino, and iced coffee areas are closed to customers. Well, they still have those tubs for the uh, apple contest, Preston. Where you yeah, <laughs> bobbing, <laughs> bobbing for apples okay. is still okay. and pickles and big pickles. pickles. Yeah. 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 Bobbing for pickles. Mm-hmm. Okay, I just want to make sure those were still open. I mean, because that's fun. It's just fun, and it, it distracts you from how you know you can get diseases. Hey, no, I, I noticed a uh, grocery store like the um, um, where they have the varieties of olives and pickles yeah. and stuff like that. That's that's shut close. Down. That's yeah. close. Yeah, yeah no places, more places to sit in grocery stores where you could uh, you know do buffet style or whatever. Yep. Those are all closed. Uh, the place that you know, it's up for me is on the corner called the Salad Trough, which is just a big bucket of salad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they shut gather around and eat with your hands. Yeah, with right? your hand, Yeah, right. you had to tie your hands by. Well, you, you just... <laughs> As for bakery products, Wawa will bag each item individually for customers, and they're going to close stores. From 2 to 3 a.m. each day, and they will be doing deep cleaning at that time. And the focus will be on all touch points and surfaces. I like that. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, And then crews will also be stocking shelves. Uh, from 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. <laughs> so, have you guys ever been in a Wawa in between 2 a.m. and 3 a.m.? Oh, yes, I have. Of course yeah. I have. That's fun. Yeah, we ever go to France? <laughs> what? France. Can Dude, I have a dollar? I went. I, I was coming back with the band. I had played a gig, so it's 2 a.m. Yeah. Okay, I packed up all my crap. I'm I was starving. I'm like, I'll just swing by Wawa real quick, get a sandwich, in and out. Awesome. And go home and go to bed. Um <laughs> Five drunk guys showed up yeah. right before me and put in an insanely huge order, uh-huh. which I didn't know about because I, they were milling about the store. They had placed their order already, so I'm, here's me popping in my order. Yeah. I'm like, three minutes, I'll be in and out. Yeah, you know? No. Oh my god, it's yeah. been like a half hour uh, there. No, no, not, not provolone. Yeah. Oh my god. All right. So anyhow, uh, the company said in the statement, Wawa remains committed to delivering our purpose of fulfilling lives every day, and will continue to monitor the way we operate and make adjustments as needed. So, can't make your own coffee there; they will make it for you. Can't use any of the fountains uh, or um, any of the self serve stuff. That's all going to be closed for the time being. Uh, Kathy sent me an Amazon update. Uh, Amazon, apparently an Amazon warehouse worker and at a facility in New York has tested positive for the virus. Uh, the employee works out of the Amazon Queens, New York delivery station. 
Uh, this is the first known case at an Amazon warehouse. So the company said it's temporarily closed that facility for additional cleaning and has sent the workers home with full pay. It's not clear yet when the facility will reopen. Have you guys been ordering anything? Oh, all the time. Yep. All the time. So I, I was talking to Marissa about this yesterday. I stopped because... I felt bad unless it was like, you know, something that you maybe absolutely needed. I'm like, well, do do I want to give them business so they can continue to work or but these people could be getting infected as well. So, like, I don't want to order yoga pants. You know what I mean? And have them have to deliver that. Here's the thing. Ultimately, and if you stop and think about it, you know, for commerce to conduct or for things to continue, at least at some level, because if if you obviously were trying to mitigate this thing and, and tamp down this curve, this disease curve. But I mean, like, uh, for example, they say the virus doesn't live long on cardboard. Follow protocol like when you if stuff comes into your house. W- w- had this have happened prior to years where we could could get stuff delivered to home, it would have been so much dramatically worse. So the fact that this is out there and available is good. So, for example, President Amazon did is temporarily suspending the grocery delivery. Okay. To home because they what they want to do is they want to do a clean and, and, and reset everything and catch up on orders that are pending. They're going to restart them. But for people at home, yes, uh, I mean, you, you sh- and I was watching an expert say you should feel confident ordering, uh, you know, stuff comes to you again, take it out of its box, get rid of the box, wash your hands, you'll be fine. But they are taking away the third party deliveries. Yeah, I was going to mention that. So they, they told third party sellers that they will temporarily bar shipments of non-essential items to warehouses. Uh, so the company can prioritize medical supplies and household goods. So, Which makes sense. So I guess some things uh, in their vast catalog of everything like yoga might, pants. Not, might not be available. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Right, that but that's what I mean. If, if it's something that you need, if it's medications, if it's paper towels, you know, hand sanitizer, stuff like that, I get. But, like, for me, I'm not – I don't want to shop. You know what I mean? I feel bad – what, what do I need? I know that what you mean by that, this, but at this moment, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but you can you can continue to spend money. I I, I went on there was I wanted something a little webcam add-on thingy that I was going to order, and uh, the website it was through GoPro. I went on there, and, and they were like, nope, we're not delivering anything right now. Right. I mean, I'll, but if, if they do deliver, and someone can be employed, and, yeah, and right, commerce right. can happen, and people can can work and get a paycheck, because obviously Amazon is delivering a lot of essential stuff. Without that mechanism. Uh, and other mechanisms for shipping, there'd be a there'd be a whole maelstrom of crap going on that isn't currently going on. Now, with the strain of high demand right now, Amazon has announced a hiring spree. There you go. Uh, the company plans to add, listen to this, 100,000 warehouse workers See? to keep up with orders. A pandemic closes and a window opens. <laughs> How about that? 100,000 warehouse workers. I assume, I assume that's across the nation. It yeah. might be across the world. I'm not really sure. So, anyhow, I'll look into that if, uh, if you need... Uh, to get some money together. Um, now, with all this as well, with some inconveniences, uh, like you said, Steve, a door opens sometimes. The Hallmark Channel is bringing back its marathon of Christmas movies yeah. this yeah. weekend. Of course, it's, oh, it's brilliant. Nothing makes you feel better than a Hallmark Christmas movie. You know I'm addicted. And any time of year I found out, it doesn't matter. They work. They all work because they're so well scripted well, and so incredibly well acted. They start today at noon, Steve. A Christmas Detour oh. is the first title. So that comes out, followed by Holiday Date, A Christmas Love Story, Mingle All the Way. Mingle All the Way. Christmas Wraps, Christmas Under Wraps, and then for your late night viewing at 10 p.m., uh, Crown for Christmas. And a new one called Six Feet Apart Under the Mistletoe. Aw. <laughs> 
uh, Midnight, The Christmas Cottage, A Royal Christmas, Marry Me at Christmas. I'm just going to roll through these titles. Yeah. A Very Merry Mix-Up. <laughs> Christmas at Graceland, Home for the Holidays. What is that about? Man, is that an Elvis one? That's right, it's man. Where, be. Where's my Nana sandwich? Christmas at Graceland. All right, man. I'll tell you what. For Christmas, the king is considering going south on you, silly. <laughs> With I wonder, my mouth. I wonder if it's, you know, somebody that works at Graceland. I, it has to be. Right? I, I, this is what I have not seen. They would not have done an Elvis. No. Man, looks like right. I got you some foot warmers. Why not? <laughs> uh, here we go. Adrian Grenier in it. Oh, no. What? It's yeah. Get out of here. That guy's from Entourage, man. Here you go. Harper is in Memphis before Christmas visiting her sister and yeah. family after three years of working at museums in Europe, visiting Graceland with her two nieces. Harper meets a single dad of three kids and is offered a job as a nanny temp. Until a stranger <laughs> with dark glasses and a big belt buckle yeah. enters the scene. So they meet their Andre, uh, Adrian Grenier. What year did this come 2019. out? 2019. What? He's... Yeah. He's doing okay. What? What? Yes, Why? yes. That that he was money. above the pay grade. You for thought that. wrong. Wow. You thought wrong. So not for anything, <laughs> but you're in a you're in a different level. You know that's um, when you're in the Hallmark movies. But I bet you they offered a chunk of change. Yeah, they've become legit now. Oh yeah, yeah. you know. So or to to some extent, not I really mean, legit. I, but, yeah, maybe that was the wrong word. Watch. All right, so Christmas at Graceland, home for the holidays. Snow Bride, switched for Christmas. Christmas at Dollywood. Dollywood. Tell me that that Dolly's in that. That's just gotta be, man. It has to be. That's right. That's right. Who's that chick with the big hooters? Dude, let's do talk like Elvis Day one day. <laughs> Absolutely, just, man. Everybody, It'd they, be my pleasure, man. They have the pirate day. Yeah. Why, why not Arr. talk about the game? It's got uh, Danica McKellar and Dolly Parton. Of, of course, course Danica McKellar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I wonder if that's the one where there was a guy, he's a contestant on American Idol right now, and he was in a Dolly Parton movie. But then, uh, this is real life, Steve. He got uh, addicted to like drugs and alcohol. and Man, that's a sad story, man. <laughs> Uh, well, she was in a bunch of movies, so could have been a number of them. Yeah. Uh, the Nine Lives of Christmas, Christmas at the Plaza, and then Christmas Town. And then on Sunday, I'm going to give you the full list. This, yeah. this is the whole weekend. Why not? For your Back to pleasure. back, it's absolute emergence. Uh, picture a perfect Christmas, uh, the sweetest Christmas, coming home for Christmas, Christmas <laughs> wishes and mistletoe kisses, <laughs> pride, prejudice, and mistletoe, Christmas in evergreen, tidings of joy, a shoe addict's Christmas. Oh, oh I, that one is with. Um, uh, sorry, I've seen a lot of these. That is one where so the shoe addict, the the ghost of Christmas past or the ghost of Christmas shoes, brings oh. her shoes that when she wears them reminds her of different parts of her life. Starring Steve? Candace Cameron Bure. Oh, wow. <laughs> I saw the and one. Jean Smart as the angel. I saw the one. You're right, Steve. I saw the one with Candace where she has a twin sister. Oh, yeah, yeah. And they switch places. No, one's like disorganized and lives a little loose, and oh, one's a real professional. Yeah, and, a, a, yeah, Christ, a, a Christmas C word, it's called. The Christmas country bumpkin. <laughs> uh, so, all right, a shoe addict's Christmas, and then you have two more. No, there's three more that Then wrap. there's an opioid addict's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Where uh, all the presents have been stolen from under the tree. Right, right. Sold for syringes. Heroin money and... <laughs> uh, Christmas Under the Stars. Right, spelled W-R-I-T-E. Right Ooh. before Christmas. Oh, my Mr. Right. And then the last one is Christmas in Christmas in Rome. All right, I so saw that one. So that one is with... I've seen a lot of these. That one is with uh, uh, Lacey Chabert. 
right? Yeah, I, I'm gonna. I'm not even gonna check because I believe you. <laughs> Nick can look it up. Christmas in Rome. She is a. She works for a, 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 a guided tour company. Yeah, and she's so passionate about Rome for the holidays that they let her go. Uh, is it right? Any, yes, right? you're right. Wow, <laughs> it's her. Let me ask you, Lacey Chabert, cutest lisp. So cute. It's a cute lisp. So cute. Yeah. Uh, are there any of these movies that are like set in the Caribbean by any chance? You know, like just <gasps> a Rasta Christmas. <laughs> Uh, you know I, what, Case? I'm sure there is. Now, I've seen a lot of but there's so many. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of addicted myself. So. All right, starts at noon today, Steve. So there you go. there's your weekend. There, I got it planned. You're good to go. <laughs> uh, let me see. What else? Hang on. I want to go to this call real quick because it's, uh, it's about stocking shelves, and Brittany has a comment. Hi, Brittany. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Get hey, Zeus. What's up, Brittany? Um, I wanted to comment about um, the whole stocking the store thing. Yeah. Um, my boy, my boyfriend's actually a vendor for a very well-known snack company, and he's been working at least twice as hard, maybe more, for the past week. Um, he has a total of 14 stores, and he usually only works a few days a week, but lately it's been every day. Sure. And yeah, and on Tuesday, actually it was Monday. Oh, wait, what's today, Thursday? It doesn't matter. Go ahead. It does not matter. But but either way, the other day, either way, the other day, he worked a total of at least maybe 14 hours, and he still didn't get to all of the stores in one day that he was supposed to. So there you go, and and that that speaks to the, look, everybody's doing what they can, and and don't get mad at the workers because it's a lot of, it's, it's overload. You know, you, it's so right, and Brittany, that's something. Please, you know, extend your thanks to to uh, extend our thanks to your boyfriend and anyone who's out making sure that these stores are stocked. It's it's a little difficult process, but the last thing you want to do when this all ends is look back and think, man, I was really nasty to someone, and I didn't need to be. To your point, Preston, yeah. just have have a sense. Realize everyone's in this, and they're and they're they're everyone's making do. We'll thank, get through it. Thank you, Brittany. We appreciate it. You're welcome. All right, and then I got this email too. This was from uh, some. I guess it's Bill. It's a, it's, a, it's a long uh, uh, email name. Anyhow, uh, it says, uh, "Hey Presbo, I'd like to request a big, <laughs> juicy Tom Jonesy shout out to my fellow grocery workers. You guys keep saying that uh, items will be restocked in stores, and I want to remind you that doesn't happen by magic." We're working very hard to keep the stores going, and we're not being given the option to shut ourselves away if we want to keep our jobs. I would ask, and here's here's the thing, I would ask that everyone remember that we are people too, and please show a little courtesy when you're ransacking the aisles. So I just, yeah. I want to get that word out. So can we do it, Tom? Yes, let's do it. Everybody's yeah. delivering and stocking. All right, so just keep that in mind as you're headed out and about, guys. And another shout out uh, because you know life goes on, and I want to give a shout out to uh, a couple of listeners, uh, listeners Lisa and Sean, who either are at or on their way to the hospital to give birth to a baby. Wow, oh, that's really wonderful. Wow, yeah. all right, yeah. awesome. So there's yeah, a shark for you. And you know, uh, so my friend, my neighbor is uh, she's an OBGYN. She delivers babies, and she's an astronaut. <laughs> and <No>. she said. <laughs> Um, I don't get it. <laughs> Me neither. It's still good, though. It's... Go ahead. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, she said that um, the medical staff, so she works at Penn, and she said they're running out of the um, the protective gear and that she actually has to go and, like, check in to get a face mask and gloves and, and the right. protective gear before she goes into her surgeries and uh, deliveries. So, um, you know, they're, she, she basically said, I'm just 
banking on getting it. I'm going to self-quarantine when I do, and then I've got to get back to work. But she said it's like, you know, there's people like this. There's, she said I have to take care of moms. Yeah. I've got to go into yeah. the hospital. I've got to deliver babies, and, you know, I have no choice. Yep, exactly. All right, well, <laughs> heads up everybody who's working hard. I, I saw a promo on 6ABC last night, and it was listing a whole bunch of people that they were thanking. And uh, it just occurred to me that there are so many people who deserve thanks. Uh, and somebody just texted in, so I'll include this in the list as well. Trash guys. I mean, people that are out there yeah. doing that right now. It's just that's hard work to begin with, and, and this time it's even more difficult. So thank yeah. you those guys. I covered my trash and condoms just to make sure. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. So uh, we just want to remind you that outside of all the stuff that's going on, we continue on with a little bit of entertainment. And part of that entertainment is the Daily Rush Madness, yeah. which is happening as we speak. We kicked it off. The first matchup in the Hey Bitches region is the I Like Turtles Kid All Grown Up against Bill Weston's Church Reading. You can vote, and there are five other matchups which we'll highlight through the morning show, but if you want to jump in there and go ahead and do it, you can do it at PrestonSteve.com, all right? Daily Rush Madness. We're going to take a break, and we'll be back with The Bizarre File. Our friend Robert Irvine will be joining us in just a little bit. He's got some interesting information to pass along, so stick around. We'll be right back. This weekend, when most will be home practicing social distancing. Well, maybe except with the Grubhub guy. 93.3 WMMR presents our Stay Home and Rock Weekend. Because when your neighbors have sucked up all the internet bandwidth on Netflix, we bring you everything that rocks without buffering or having to answer. Are you still watching? The Stay Home and Rock Weekend from the station whose joy for life and listeners is contagious. Really? That's the word you want to use? 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. Highlighting six different matchups today of our Daily Rush videos, and voting has been enabled at PrestonandSteve.com if you want to uh, participate in a kind of a sporting event. Uh, you can vote and let us know which video you think should beat which video. We are at our first matchup, which is the I Like Turtle Turtles Kid All Grown Up against Bill Weston's Church Reading. That's in the Hey Bitches region. And now we head over to the Shart region. Ooh. The Shart region. We will go with the first video. I'm gonna do I'm gonna play the clip uh, as I announce rather than give the, the matchups uh straight up. I'll give you which is which. So we have the pudding guy. As a number one seed, and to remind you, the pudding guy, here we go. The two packs. Great rapper. Uh, No. California love. I'm so excited so that you now currently have a hip-hop collection of various puddings. I'll have a Biggie Smalls, please. And a kid play to go. All right. The pudding guy against... Our interview with Adrian Zemed. Oh, wow. Adrian Zemed from Greece 2. Yeah. And Bachelor Party. Here we go. I'm actually first generation Romanian. So yeah. my family came, you know, to America for their kids to, you know, yeah. be doctors and lawyers. And I was doing TJ Hooker. So he says, you... You work for one hour. What you do rest of week? <laughs> you are bum. Uh, Adrian was awesome. And one of the best we've ever had. Yeah. Agreed. So the pudding guy versus Adrian Zemed. If you would like to watch these videos in their entirety, and most of them are only just a couple of minutes long, it's real easy to consume. You can do that, and then you can place your vote. And we recommend that you do that. Yeah. Actually, watch the video just to so you have a a real understanding of 
which video you think is better than the other. I think so. I think that really serves you well. So, matchup number two in the Shard region, the Pudding Guy versus Adrian Zamed. Vote now. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the first and probably only toilet paper-centric bizarre file. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre File. And it is brought to you by Robbins Diamonds and Tax-Free Delaware with thousands of rings and self-serve cases and absolutely no sales tax versus the 8% tax in Philly. Robbins Delaware Diamonds. Yes, it's the TPB file. <laughs> this is all toilet paper stories because, as you know, toilet paper has been in the news quite a bit lately. Americans are reportedly crossing into Mexico to buy toilet paper and other household items as the stores in the U.S. continue to struggle to meet the demand. On Tuesday, local news broadcaster WKBN 27 News reported that Californians have been flooding into northern Baja looking to buy toilet paper. Workers at a Costco in Tijuana told the station that they believed as many as 600 shoppers had been turning up by in the mornings by 10 a.m. over recent days. For, so let me ask you, do they have uh, toilet paper there? I'm sure I they're guess, getting creamed as well. I guess they do as of now. So that number, they, they came to that number of 600 because the store only has 600 shopping carts, and by 10 a.m., all of those appeared to have been taken. So how does the place that's consistently serving Mexican food have more t- toilet paper than we do? <laughs> they're, they're prepared. Yeah. Oh, that's actually right, yeah. So one shopper who works at a Costco store in Fuller California said that uh, she has traveled from L.A. to Tijuana to that store location because she has been unable to get supplies at her own location. Tijuana's where you used to go to get drugs. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Uh, now you're going there to get toilet paper. It's amazing. Uh, by the way, toilet paper, uh, people have found another way to get some. They've been stealing it from rest stop bathrooms. Yeah. Uh, According oh, wow. to the Lincoln Journal Star, travelers have been stealing toilet paper at stops along Interstate 80 in Nebraska. It's gotten so bad that the Department of Transportation has had to make some changes. A spokesperson told the newspaper that rest areas will now be closed when an attendant is not present. Uh, the truck parking should remain open, though. But they've opened up the uh, uh, the public restrooms at the rest areas in our uh, general vicinity. I mean, they should have butt wipers, I think. Yeah. Uh, attendants who do that, yeah. Uh, you can put them in hazmat suits. Steve, they could just use a hose. Right. You know, <laughs> and just you bend sure. over. It's yeah. like being in prison. Absolutely. Psh, spray it out. Still works. In Australia, uh, Michael, this guy named Michael, has the toilet paper mother load. His shed is literally jam-packed with the coveted item. His monumental stash, however, isn't the work of frenzied or, or panic buying. Uh, it was actually started by his dad named Sobi over 40 years ago. So his dad was a toilet paper hoarder? Yeah. it's uh, Michael had uh, taken a reporter around his toilet paper tower. He's named it the jackpot. Uh, he said, pedal rolls, only single ply, but who cares? Dad hoarded these basically back in the day. He must have got them on special, he says. Uh, it wasn't a premonition that induced Michael's father's Lou roll hoarding, but something far more basic. He said, when he migrated here to Australia, him and my mom, they came with nothing, absolutely nothing. So whenever there was something on special, they would just buy a lot of and stock up so they could basically, that's basically what happened here. And thankfully, he had done that. My friend's mother was the same, except in, in, in her case, uh, it was like frozen pops. And, uh, you know, yeah. they, so she, if it was on it. sale, she'd buy it. She'd buy it. Yep. Okay. So all those toilet rolls aren't, rolls aren't uh, to see Michael and his mother Mary through Armageddon, though. They are now giving them away. So that's, that's nice. really nice. He said, I thought to myself, well, I'm not going to sell these. 
And I'm not going to profit because that's not what Dad would have wanted. He would have wanted me to give these out to people in need. So Michael initially offered the toilet rolls for rolls for free online. He said, I put up a Facebook post, and it went crazy viral. It shared so many times and so many people. I got hundreds of messages and people asking desperate for toilet rolls. Uh, the reaction was so overwhelming that he's now had to limit people to two rolls each, but he's handing them out for free. There but you apparently go. apparently it's an entire shed it's amazing. filled with toilet paper that his dad bought over 40 years. Wow. Decades. A restaurant is taking customer service to the next level, all while concerns over the coronavirus have prompted many businesses to close or adjust their hours for a limited time. The Handsome Biscuit. Biscuits? In Virginia, yes, is uh, handing out one free roll of toilet paper with each takeout order. Biscuits! Handsome Biscuit says they had about 60 rolls of toilet paper left. Biscuits! Uh, they plan to continue giving out the toilet paper until they run out. Biscuits. <laughs> Handsome Biscuit is a carryout and delivery only location. Biscuits. So you can get them. Yep. Yeah. It's all toilet paper. Uh, bizarre file today. Uh, one Atlanta-based marketing firm is hoping to alleviate some of the stress by giving away its stock of toilet paper to those in need. The program called the Toilet Paper Exchange is the brainchild of Jenna Keller, principal and co-founder of marketing firm Trevelino. Uh, just like the majority of companies that have told their employees to work from home, uh, Trevolino did uh, the same, but with no employees at the office to use the bathroom. Keller knew that the 1,000 rolls of toilet paper the company had in stock could be put to better use. Going unused. Yeah, so after setting up the toilet paper exchange website and advertising the program on social media, uh, Trevolino employees and their family members held their first <laughs> toilet paper toss Monday afternoon. Handing out rolls of toilet paper so people would drive through and they would just throw them into the window. Oh, that's cool. So that's they great. Having, they were having fun with that. See, that's inspirational. That are people stepping up. Agreed. And, and I got to what? use the biscuits drop. That is that <laughs> is the last of my toilet paper stories, but for the first time ever. You know, you wiped them all out. I know I've done all Florida <laughs> ones before. I've done all animal-related ones before. This is the first and only time in 20-some-odd years that I've done an all-toilet-paper bizarre file. <laughs> so there you are. All it took was a virus. That's all it took. All right, so the Daily Rush Madness is underway. We have the Pudding Guy versus Adrian Zemed. You can vote. You can vote for all the matchups now. We're just highlighting them. We're just rolling them out through the course of the morning show. But go to PrestonandSteve.com and help us determine who the champion of this year's Daily Rush Madness will be. We're going to take a break. Our buddy Robert Irvine is going to be on when we come back. Also a little bit later on, uh, Deanna Durante uh, from NBC10. She's covering all the coronavirus stuff. And just give us the latest in our region of what we can expect what's going on. So we'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Before we welcome our first guest of the morning, we're going to do another round very quickly of Daily Rush Madness. Hey! It's time. For Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. Yep, the matchups start today. This is day number one. And uh, don't forget, you can vote for all of the matchups now at PrestonandSteve.com. We're just highlighting a few uh, throughout, uh, or every hour we're going to highlight a few until we're done in the show. So there are six of them. The third matchup is in the Gadzooks region. The videos that will face each other, I'm going to go back to the way I did before it, is... In the number one seed, is this the new Pearl Jam song? 
wow. against number 16 seed Michael Jackson likes women's openings. <laughs> so let's uh, reminisce shortly with a quick clip of each. This is the new Pearl Jam. Here we go. New music, Pearl Jam, but just a, a clip of it. Let's check this out. <laughs> that actually, that segment got like the Pearl Jam community all up in a in a tizzy because yeah. they actually thought we were oh debuting God. new Pearl Jam music. That we were leaking it. And that uh, it was actually Casey doing his Eddie Better. All right, now that goes up against Michael Jackson likes women's openings. Let's hear a little clip of that. And there's a little, I don't know, is it like a Mentos at the top? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like a Tic Tac. Like a Tic Tac, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. Mentos yeah. would be pretty yeah. big. Oh, it needs me some. <laughs> Maybe a weightlifter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, I need it now, bad. All right, so you can watch the full videos at PressAndSteve.com and get yourself, re-familiarize yourself with those segments. Sure, yeah. And then you can vote, and then at the end of the whole thing, we will have a champion. Last year's champion was the Ranch Dressing Freakout. From Casey Boyd. What will it be this year? Still the best. We'll see. All right. Uh, our next guest is on the line because he is helping out. He and Boardroom Spirits and Lansdale are lending a hand during these trying times and with some free stuff for people who with some much-needed items. I think this is a really cool it's thing. It's great. And yeah. this is stuff, again, with all this stuff going on, look at this stuff and get inspired. Yep, absolutely. Please welcome our good friend, a celebrity chef, and uh, you love him, Mr. Robert Irvine. Hey, hey. Hey, Robert. What's up? How you doing, my man? Hey, listen, we're in isolation. It's great. I'm uh, six feet away from Gail Kim. No, I'm kidding. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> where Where are you? Like you, three, you, you in like Vegas? Or are you in Vegas? No, I'm in, I'm in Florida. Florida. Okay. Right, okay. All right. That's, that's, that's good as well. And obviously, you're, so you're observing all the isolation stuff. But listen, what's happening with what uh, you guys are doing with uh, boardroom spirits and everything, uh, please, let it, please let us know because it's very cool. Well, you know, the coolest thing is Boardroom Spirits, obviously, vodka, et cetera. But uh, we're making, and and this was not me, guys. I'm going to say Tim Mokes, our, uh, our great distiller, uh, came up with this um, idea of, hey, how can we help the community? And we're now making sanitizer that has been, uh, like, blessed by the World, uh, World Health Organization. Um, so... If you need sanitizer, you can go to boardroom, take a container, and uh, they'll give you some, or you can buy some. Now, the only reason I'm selling it is because not gouging prices, because i got to put it in a bottle. You bring your own bottle, it's all free. Yeah. But how about this? How about this? Yesterday alone, three to 400 people come into boardroom spirits to pick up sanitizer. That's, that's, that's excellent. So when you hear – so, Robert, you hear on the other side, obviously, and we since the get-go have been saying, listen – this is not the time we, we're going to get through this. This will end. And it's not the time to be gouging and hoarding because when you come out on the other end of all this, Robert, and if you've, do, if you've been a scumbag and you've done something that's really worked to the detriment of the people in your community, you're going to have to live with that. So on the other side of the coin, you've got you guys, you've got boardroom stepping up and doing something so wonderful. That's where you want to be. That's how you want to be acting during this time that's obviously difficult. Well, you know, you know us, uh, guys, we're like you. Whatever we can do with the community is there. Uh, and the coolest thing is 
we've got people from all other counties and states. We've got the police department. We've got uh, uh, um, all those kind of folks, um, firefighters that are that are in need of this stuff. And hey, listen, the best bit about this is we keep our staff fully employed. Uh, in fact, we've we've got some uh, part-time labor to fill the bottles now, so it's kind of cool. Uh, we're doing good at community, taking care of our own people because now they're getting paid. And guess what? The people that come in to to pick up this sanitizer um, or we deliver it, you know, um, they're paying uh, our guys like great tips. Yeah, so it's a win. It's a win-win for everybody. That's great. So obviously, Robert, you know, we were talking about the service industry potentially getting decimated already with with this stuff. So. With places that do offer takeout, and we've heard, uh, you know, experts say that, you you know, there's, it's it's safe. You just approach it smartly when you do your takeout. Support these restaurants that don't that aren't uh, able to allow people to come in and and, and sit down to eat. Um, you know, give, give a uh, give a word of encouragement to people about getting out and supporting restaurants and helping because uh, a lot of them are, are doing like with gift card um, um, sales and that sort of stuff, uh, helping that money go towards the people that are now completely without a salary. Yeah, and guys, I couldn't agree more. If you look at our industry right now, we've got 11 million plus people in the food and beverage industry that are that are hurting like crazy. Uh, if you can support your local uh, restaurants, get out there. Get obviously you can't sit down, but you can pick it up. You can take it home. You can enjoy it. The more we support uh, my folks, and I say my folks because it's my business. I've had to close three restaurants down, even inside the Pentagon. Yeah, uh, we're just doing pickup. So you know, the more we can help uh, everybody, the better we'll come out of this on the other side. Please don't be afraid about uh, you know picking up food. Uh, coronavirus does not live on food; it's people. So um, you know, we've got we've got great chefs that are doing great things in the community, and those restaurants that have closed. Um, I mean, the Jose. Andres and, and folks in D.C. Um, are cooking at schools to make sure that the kids are getting uh, uh, the meals. They're not missing the meals. Um, so it's, don't be afraid to go to these restaurants. Pick up a takeout. Support them no matter what it is. You'll be supporting our country in the end. And uh, yes. we appreciate that. You know, and, and it was a, a week and a half ago, I guess, we had our, you know, Dr. Mike, who's uh, all of our, uh, our doctor here on the uh, – all of our doctors here on the uh, doctor on the show here, he does reports for Fox 29 and nationally for for Fox uh, um, affiliated stations. And he said, and I think this is the case here, that this could be the opportunity for everyone. You know, this could be everyone's finest moment if you step on up and and uh, and do everything that you can do. And obviously you're you're observing the uh, the self quarantining and making sure you're keeping your distance and doing all that stuff. But we, again, we'll get through this. But right now, again, to have this. The hand sanitizer available and what you guys are doing, that's great. So how, how long is that going on for? We'll, we'll keep it going as, as long as we need to keep it going. You know, we're also doing uh, about to start doing uh, some USO stuff to Italy. All our troops in Italy are being quarantined. So we can do some cooking lessons. We can do some fitness lessons uh, oh. via Skype. We started it with Food Network uh, a couple of days ago, Gail and I. She beat me up in the kitchen, but you know, <laughs> I'm used to that right now. Right. Um, so whatever people can do, please, you know, to all the listeners, follow the guidelines. Do what you're supposed to do. Help each other. There's people less fortunate than us out there. Give them a hand. I, I, I just love what you said there. This is the time when we can all come together, do something amazing for each other, 
and for the country and move forward. That's what we're supposed to do. All right. So I have to ask the chef and you. So what would be your your quarantine? You've always wanted to take a crack at cooking something. Uh, you know what? Uh, what would you what would you take out for a spin first? What would you recommend the novice cook first? Yeah, Casey well, wants to learn how to cook, and he doesn't yeah. know what to do. So what do you think? Well, he'll get a kick out of this, and he's going to bust my chops right now. <laughs> but we cooked we cooked chicken in a crock pot. Oh! No, my wife did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it good? It was. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's there's actually a great local company here that is uh, just to again to to help local companies called What a Crock that does uh, this this uh, uh, they do curbside. You know they'll they'll give you the whole deal and they're they're taking uh, you know precautions to make sure everything's safe. Yeah. But yeah, Crockpot's a great idea. So so and, and would you say now that you're a complete convert or that you've listen? listen mm-hmm. I was never against the Crockpot. <laughs> I just want to make clear. I just prefer not to cook in it for hours and hours and hours. All right. But saying that, saying that, now, now we've got, you know, we've got kids at home. We've got all these things going on. It's a great way to put stuff in, forget about it, and, and have a meal six or eight hours later. All right. You know, listen, I'm, I, I can... I can switch with the times. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, you know what um, I would love to get from you is I, I ate at your restaurant in uh, in Las Vegas, and yeah. I had an amazing dessert. Go figure, guys. I'm a dessert guy. And um, it was I, – I, what all I can really remember about it is it, it, was, it was a toffee dish. Banoffee pie. Yes. Um, is there any way you can share that recipe with me? Because listen, I'm, I'm making a I'm making a carrot cake today from scratch. I have all the ingredients. I will have it, I, I will have it sent to you in about three minutes. Oh, that's awesome! awesome. It's a toffee pie, dude. It was amazing, Steve. Oh man, that yeah, it's great. I'll, I'll share it with you too. All right, thank you, thank you. That's awesome. Well, that that I mean, obviously you've you, there's no shortage of food at the Irvine household, so I'm sure you guys are doing quite quite nicely. Hey, listen, I tried to get into the store. So I was filming when all this happened. Oh. I, I got I got food poisoning, not at the restaurant I was doing, but at, at a hotel in Pennsylvania, I might add. I spent two days in hospital, mm. literally came back, and all the stores were empty. So it, it's really interesting times because I feel like I'm on Dinner Impossible where <laughs> you take whatever you can from the pantry and you cook with it. Right. Whether it be canned soup, frozen veg, uh, you know, crock pot. It doesn't matter what it is. You got to put food on the same, and that's where we're all at right now. We're all in the same. We're on the same. I don't get how much money you think you have or how much you don't have. We're all doing the same thing, taking the product we have available and doing the best we can with it to feed our kids and family. And and you know, we're all getting bored. We got kids at home, husbands that are normally not at home, frustrating the wives that like go back to work kind of thing. <laughs> um, so. So uh, these times are, are really intense, and uh, you got to think of things to do. Yes. Robert, I forgot about you getting uh, uh, food poisoning. You were supposed to come visit us at the camp out for hunger, and then that that's when that hit you. Were you laid up pretty bad? I, I, I got to tell you, uh, a big shout-out to the, the hospital and state college because um, I 3 o'clock in the morning I show up, and uh, after having five hours of really bad stuff going on in a hotel room and uh, them guys – took care of me great so 
Oh. I'm doing great, but uh, Big State College, uh, right by the stadium there. So. And, 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 and a shout-out, obviously, to all people in the medical community right now who are doing magnificent yeah. work stepping up. Uh, mm-hmm. But, uh, man, I tell you what, food poisoning, twice I've had it. It's the sickest I've ever been by far. Horrific. Yeah, yeah. 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 All right, well, listen, I've got the details about boardroom. Uh, they're doing the uh, the um, hand sanitizer today from noon to one and then five to six. That's when they do that. So you can check their website out and find out information about that, I would imagine. I'm, I'm making that assumption. Or you give them a call. Um, but uh, what, what about, are, are they doing uh, booze deliveries as well for people who yeah, want to? Yeah, we're doing booze deliveries. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Drink the sanitizer or drink the booze. Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, so you can you can stop by and still buy boardroom spirits, yeah. but they'll also deliver yeah. him, them within a certain radius. So you need to, to check it out. And it's, and it's great liquor. It's awesome. Uh, all right, Robert. Great to uh, to talk to you, sir. Give Gail our best, and uh, we'll touch base again soon. Okay. Hey, I appreciate all you guys. Listen, I want to tell you something. You're doing something really special right now. You do always do a great job. With people in this situation right now, they need a little lightheartedness, and you guys are delivering exactly what you're supposed to. So I appreciate you guys. You know that. And oh. uh, keep doing a great job. Thanks. Thank you. We're Thank happy you. to do it. All yeah. right, Robert Irvine, guys. Yeah. Good buddy. And uh, by the way, uh, local businesses, as he said, um, we have this thing called Operation Shop Local at WMMR.com, and it is a free directory of local businesses that uh, that we can all support with gift card purchases or using their pickup and delivery services. So um, if you want to find something that's in your region, that is a, a good repository uh, to check. So just go to WMMR.com. You'll see it, and uh, uh, click on that, or you can use the keyword shop local. And if you are a business and you want to be listed on there, right. if you're doing, if you need, if you have gift card purchases or another way uh, to continue commerce, uh, then Fill out your information on there, please. It's so easy to do it. Yeah. And Preston, for people who are wondering, and this is what I do, when I go to purchase takeout, I purchase for a couple of days. Yeah. So yeah. You, and you can you know, stick stuff in the uh, freezer or, or your refrigerator and just you'll, you'll be fine. I just want to make a clarification on something that Robert said uh, because I don't want to give out misinformation when we can avoid it. He said that uh, the viruses can't live on food, and, and that's not quite accurate. It's not passed on through food. So I think that's, yeah. that was the point that he was trying to make. Yes, right, yeah. But it, uh, you need to maintain good hygiene practices around food, and so uh, it can be passed on from food so just you know, know the source that it's coming from. It, the the common sense approach applies to this as a, as it does to everything else at this point. But the virus can live on food, so I just wanted to make sure that we did not get out misinformation. Appreciate that, excellent. So uh, one of the things, you know, he was uh, Robert was talking about entertainment, uh, and obviously we're doing what we can, and and the rest of the the people that that work here to provide some entertainment. But every now and then you've got to kind of create something on your own as you're around the house and trying to. Uh, limit your your movements. Uh, so my daughter and I the other day, and I posted a video on uh, Instagram, uh, whipped out a game that we like to play from time to time, and it's just a game that we created on our own, and she and I are the only ones who play it. Oh, that's not like a sanctioned game uh, that, that no. is played on a professional level, and it's okay. called Stairball. 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 So again, this this enters into a realm that I have a great affinity for because the Home invented game. Oh my God, that can be so much fun. Using the parameters of your home or a particular room or whatever you come up with. Uh, I have the fondest memories of uh, being a kid and, uh, you know, games that were invented with Nerf balls, with cups. And uh, you would get, 
you could get very competitive. And my mind goes to, again, if you're obviously a fan of the Goldbergs, they did a game, case you know, they called it Ball Ball. ball, ball. And this yep. was legit. Ball Ball. And they had yeah. serious rules because they, they, they laid out the list of rules. Even on the show, they had video of them. Yeah. You know, as he always does, he includes videos yeah. that verify that this was something they actually did playing Ball ball. So it. I, listen, I mean, we made up a ton of games as as kids. Uh, my favorite game that we played was slam ball, and slam ball was basically just basically wiffle ball, but we played it with a tennis racket and, and a tennis ball. But you s- would swing and try and hit the ball as far as possible. And and the best part about those <laughs> that's as rudimentary as you can get. Yeah, yeah but like yeah. you know, I mean, we had boundaries, and uh, you know, and and I, I wish I could remember all the rules, but you know, the 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 street was lined with trees. Right. So if you if you really got a hold of one, you hit it into this giant oak tree, and then you had to try and catch it out of the branches and stuff like that. But the point I want to try and make is when you start playing something and it gets so good that you have to start implementing rules yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And, and actually making a score system, <laughs> yep. it's kind of like when we're having a conversation on the phone uh, where we do a conference right. call every night, and you go, hey, did anything happen to you that's worth ter- talking about tomorrow? And we go, um, I know, I said turkey. It's okay. <laughs> I'll let that one go. I got turkey on the brain, bro. I got turkey on the brain. Turkey. 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 But when, when we have something that we feel... Turkey. <laughs> When we have something that we feel has, as we say, has legs to it. Yes, turkey that's, legs. It's turkey. <laughs> oh my god! I really do have turkey on the brain. The turkey. No, just keep us abreast of this. Uh, yeah, yeah. Of this story here. We're just we're just winging this conversation. Oh my god! Yes. And he keep farts. it coming though. We're gobbling it up. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> All right. I'm, exactly. just, I'm trying to think of turkey we stuff. Don't right. right. no, we'll, we'll do that. Don't worry. All, right. yeah. All right. So anyway, when when we feel something has legs, we go, okay. All right. Well, let's save this one. And that's kind of the same feeling when you're playing a game. And you're like, yeah. Wait. We I got think, something. Here. I, we got something. I have uh, to imagine though, for you. So there's outside stuff. Inside stuff, I think, has a special um, polish and revision to it because you yes. now, now now you have it like a, a state. You have a venue. So uh, I imagine you had to have come up with some home run games for inside, right? So I have two brothers, and we're all fairly close in age. So, yes, there was always something that revolved around – so so the basis is the the sport, right? Right. So, like, it's – what's – in, like, cooking terms, you have, like – your your base, right? Just, like yeah, like yeah, turkey, yeah. right? So, yeah. <laughs> like a turkey sandwich. Right, right. Or, so, but it's all based yeah. in turkey and whatever you put on top of it. Yeah. So, a lot of stuff was based on an initial sport. So, we had like basketball, but we had a bas- we had different basketball games. One for the bedroom, and then we had one in the basement. Like, because, quite like the way they play it in Turkey. Yes. Uh, the basement, we had uh, all pipes going in, in, in through right. the ceiling and stuff like that. So, there was a different basketball game for the basement we than had there the, was for the upstairs one. We had upstairs hallway football. And yep. as I had two brothers as well. And, and there, there were clear rules. There were clear boundaries. Uh, some of the walls were out of bounds. Some of the walls were inbounds. You know, and, and it was every night at 6 p.m. after dinner. Me and my brothers, that's what we would do. All right. So I wouldn't mind hearing uh, <laughs> games that you have created. Indoor games. Uh, 215-263-WMMR on your own. Or, and and maybe, you've, maybe you've been whipping them out uh, with, with having more time at home. Explain the rules because yeah. we may want to try them as well. Preston, yeah. did you explain the full rules of, of your game? Oh, yeah. I, I wanted to make there, sure. There are not really any <laughs> rules with, uh, with stair ball. We just we hit the ball back and forth. Then you try to volley it as much as possible and you count the volleys. The, the walls are usable. Uh, the floor you can get one bounce on, but you've got it. You got to keep it going. We've we've allowed one bounce. It's it's too hard to keep it from from uh, hitting the floor. 
Um, but there's no real score. It's just a, it's a, it's a uh, duration uh, or, or like game. a, like a, like a, okay. So I got, I got that. So I had a game that was similar where it really wasn't a, a score, but it was, it combined golf, basketball, baseball, and cricket. Oh my uh, God. <laughs> All right. Golf, basketball, well, baseball, and cricket. What you, in our minds, it did. <laughs> so you, you, we had a long haul. Where the wall at the end curved, and then that when it curved, this is upstairs, it would go to another wall, and then that was the wall at the top of the stairs. I'm trying to explain this out. Yes. You try to bank the ball, usually a Nerf ball and or a wiffle ball, off that wall to the other wall and down the steps. Now, at the bottom of the steps, we had cups. Oh, no way. Right, and you do try to land in the, in the <laughs> cups. So it. it was like a big banking game, Yeah, oh. and, and that was the thing, and we would like... Come on, get serious. Was it now, would, you, would the, the ball just rarely go in the cup and it was a big deal when it would go in the it cup? It never went in the cup. <laughs> but so, so the rules got, the rules got modified to almost like, like shuffleboard, like closest to the cups. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's a, a game that I basically invented that is a really good time killer. And, and <laughs> the last time when I was, uh, remember I went and saw that fish concert at the Met. Uh, I was waiting for the subway, and there were two kids that were on the subway platform that had a tennis ball, and they were just kind of throwing it back and forth, and I taught them the game. And all it is is I think the best kind of ball to use for this game is a racquetball because it bounces the best. Okay. But all it is is you play to seven, and you you bounce the ball to the guy or girl, whoever you're playing with, and you have to, like, so the – you have to get the seven bounces, right? So it yeah. starts with one. Okay, I go one. So once you get to one bounce, then you have to bounce it to them in two. Then you have to bounce it to them in three bounces. And oh, then four bounces. Okay. And then five bounces. If if the person drops the ball, but it could have been caught, it still counts. So, but iner- oh, yeah. inertia can, and momentum? Yeah. Okay. Can, can yeah. the person move? Because uh, it would be harder to be able to to get the right amount of bounces to that person if they're a static distance from you. No, they have to. You all you have to stay in the same spot. Okay, right? so yeah. you don't move. So okay. you don't move at all. All right. Yeah. So that's like it. That. So you always play to seven. Uh, and then a very similar game that I would always play with my son when we're having a baseball catch is uh, uh, don't uh, you got to throw the ball without me having to move my gloves. So you basically have to hit the target without it moving, and you and you play to 10. All right, two things. So there is a video that's floating around of people playing balcony tennis. Have you seen yes, that? Yes, yes. Okay. So they're, they're, they're volleying the ball back and forth, mm-hmm. uh, you know, across, from balcony to balcony. Obviously, if they lose the ball, it's, it's, it's oh, gone. Oh, they're in, like an apartment they're, complex? They're in an apartment okay. complex. Now, a game I used to play is my um, with my brother – we would sit as if we were astronauts with our backs on the floor and okay. our legs up on the couch gotcha. against the wall. And you would basically, you'd play handball off the wall on your... Yes. On your, oh, right. yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, I love that. It's a great game. And we've, we've done one similar where you're next to each other, there's no uh, wall involved, but... You have to you're, you're you're passing the ball essentially right. back and, forth, and you have to catch it on your open palm. Okay, so we'd use like a tennis ball. You couldn't use your grab fingers. it right. Yeah, you, you, had to, to, you had to. So the ball would come down. You'd have to bring your hand like down. finesse it down. Yeah, exactly. Right. There was a great game that we played in college that was completely made up. It was a made up drinking game called beer die. And what you do is you sit at two ends. Drink of the, a beer or you die. Or you die. No, it's it's one die, and okay. then it's four cups of beer. Yeah. And you have to throw the die up, and it's and you have to kind of catch the the die off of the table. Uh, I wish I could remember all the rules because we and I can't say we. There was another fraternity made it up. It was 
It was awesome. It was better than beer pong. It was. But we need than the rules. Yeah, you can't yeah. just tease us. I know. Right. So you can't sorry. just blow beer die out there and not deliver. We got a lot of calls coming in. I'm going to go to John for the homemade game. Hey, John, how you doing? Good. How you guys doing today? Sorry about the at work. No, it's it's good, buddy. So do me a favor and tell me the uh, what's the name of the game? It's called Saki. Like soccer and hockey mixed together. Oh, Shocky. Saki. Yes, sir. Saki yeah. or Shocky? Saki. Saki. So- yeah, Saki. Uh, okay. All right. So, how do you play the game? Uh, so, you uh, inside in the basement, we would play. We'd have two uh, hockey nets set up. You play with a hockey ball, like a roller hockey ball. Yeah. Uh, and you wore hockey gloves, but you didn't use a stick. You couldn't hold the ball with your hand, but you could hit it if it was up in the air into the net. <laughs> so there was uh, there was two goalies. Uh, and you can play two on two or three on three, uh, and it's it's kind of crazy. Uh, we did call penalties; it get, got a little rough. Called, uh, a few neighborhood fights, but that's uh, so that's the nature of the game. So, yeah. so John, if I'm understanding this correctly, you're you're, you're using that that ball you're, you're as a, as a soccer ball, right? Correct. Yeah. Right, and then you and, and hands never touch the ball. So if you put the ball up in the air, you can smack the ball into the net. Okay, and that's why you're wearing the hockey gloves. I gotcha. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I like that. I like, I like Thanks, that, John. I appreciate it. We used to play. It's like a, no, it's not a home game, but if you remember in the movie, uh, she's out of my league, where they play. Uh, uh, he called it Slapshot Regatta, right? In right. The basement, and yeah. we used to do that in my friend uh, Tim's house. But we would take if you were the goaltender, we would take the the couch cushions and tie them to our legs. <laughs> I love it. it so I scary. love it. But it would. But I mean, you it know, worked. you know, what game recently came back into which I I, I kind of liked as a kid for some reason. Tiddlywinks. Tiddlywinks. I don't even know that man. One. It's 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 more it's more a, a skill than yeah, a these yeah. little plastic discs, and you'd use one to flip the other one. It was it's, yeah. yeah. Uh, it was like let me let me go to uh, Kathy. I love the name of this game. Hey, Kathy, how you doing? Oh, Good morning, bitches. Hey, bitch. Okay. <laughs> What's the name of the game? Oh, we used to uh, have our little sister run and get the mail because we didn't want to go get the mail. So we would say we would time her. So oh, God. Have her, like, run down and then she would come in, how fast? And we would make up a time. <laughs> so you just trick her. There was no game. You yeah. were actually flim flaming. It, yeah. it says here the name of it is Go Get the Mail. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Go do yard work. Right, that's that, the game. That kind of doesn't. Yeah, right. That's, you, that's actually a scam. It yeah. is. Well, I do that with my kids all the time, but it didn't take them long to kind of figure it out. But I would yeah. always say, "All right, pick a number between one and ten. And at first, they were like, "Okay, six, seven, four. And I'm like, "Oh, four is the number. Go get the mail, you know, or like go clean this up." So after I won, a while, I won. after a little while, they're like, "No, I'm not picking a number." Yeah. I'm like, "No, you have to. If you don't pick a number, you have to go do it." You yeah, know? we're on to you, old man. All right, hang on. And I love the names of the game. So if you do have a game that's got a name, have it handy. I'm going to go to uh, Jay next. Hey, Ch- uh, Jay. Hey, uh, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> we're Son of a bitch. That was a good one. And a new one is born. All right, Jay, yeah. what's the name of your game? Okay, so it's called Fan Burger. Fan Burger? Yeah, like ceiling fan and a burger. Okay. All right, explain. Okay, so my aunt had a dog, and she bought these little squeaky burgers for the dog. Okay. Right? We had like three of them. We were laying on the floor one day, me and my cousin, and uh, the ceiling fan's above us. So I started throwing the burger up on the ceiling fan to see if I could stop the burger on the fin of the of the ceiling, ceiling fan. And um, I guess it just caught on. Everybody started, we had three of these burgers. We started throwing them up there, trying to get them to balance on the fan blade. So the object and, is, so the object is, is the fan spinning at this time? 
No, no, it was, it was, it was, it wasn't on. Okay. You get extra points if the fan was moving and you landed the burger on the blade. Okay, so you. But, it, but the fan would only be moving because somebody had hit it. I would imagine, yes. right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you couldn't. You had, couldn't have it turned on. I know no at way. the slowest yeah. mode. Yeah. Maybe, but uh, yeah, so you'd have to have it si- sedentary or not motionless, and then you take one of those toy dog burgers and you try to flip it up onto the blade and see if you could catch it. Did now- you get extra points if it was moving? Yes. You okay. got you got one point for landing it on the blade. You got two for landing it on the blade if the blade was moving. And then you get three points, because this happened a lot for some reason, if the burger came back down and hit your cousin in the crotch. Oh, beautiful. Three points. So you got a nut shot. I would you it. be on your back tossing it up, or would you, how would yeah, you? Yeah, okay. you, you lay on the floor and try to get it on the ceiling fan. Yeah. Fan burger. So yeah. Because sometimes by Thanks. getting down on your knees, laying down on your back, that adds extra yeah. competition. Uh, we played, me and my brothers played high-low, and that was, uh, there was no way to score the game. You just uh, would run into my parents' bedroom, jump uh, on, onto the bed, and one brother would hit you high, and the other one would hit you low, <laughs> and you would just spin out of control. Oh, my God. Uh, usually ended with somebody crying, usually my little brother. Become best friends. <laughs> I would imagine. Uh, I will go next to John. Hey, John. Hey. Hey, bud. All right, you got a homemade so- game, right? I do. It's called Shuffle Cup. Shuffle, Shuffle Cup? Cups. Shuffle Cup. Okay. So what we would do, we, it would be two teams of four. We'd be playing in the basement, and you couldn't get up off of your knees. We would chalk a crease in opposite corners of the basement, diagonal, and we would get five cups. The cups would get placed inside the crease. You'd have a goalie and then three, three attacks. <laughs> we would use a Nerf ball, like a Nerf football right and like no holds barred we'd be killing each other yeah bouncing each other off the of walls the object was to crush the cups with the with the nerf ball you uh, crush all five cups you win and and this was uh, an eight person game yeah we had yeah big basement it, wow. it must have been pandemonium oh it was great <laughs> what was the worst injury that ever came out of that john uh we had a broken jaw for one kid oh my god <laughs> dislocated shoulder Lots of black eyes, lots of bloody noses. It was awesome. It was awesome. Nobody put an end to it after the first big injury? What's that? I said nobody put an end to it after the first big injury? Oh, no. We we thought it was even better. We are like, oh, my God, that's great. Let's it's a contact it. sport. It's legitimate. <laughs> In People our basement. Oh, John, I love it. Shuffle cups. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. You know, a game my brother and I always tried to 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 work out to see if we could pull off in the house because fans of the movie Rollerball. Yeah. If there was a configuration that could, you know, we you, you put the ball in the goal, you know, yeah. a la the movie, could never quite get it to work. But uh, that might be something. If you can come up with something at home that works, let us know. Let me go to David. Hi, David. Hey guys, I love you like Dr. Mike. Ah, there you go. Catch yeah, yeah. Uh, David, what's uh, what's your made up game? So this game was called the Man Game, and what you did, and this was an adult showed us kids how to play because you know it's fun to watch kids hurt each other. <laughs> but you'd stand a certain distance apart from each other, and you'd have a football. Like a re- we had a real one of those big, like extra round, hard footballs. Yeah. And the other person would, like, you would have the ball, the other person at the stand, usually covering their jewels, and you would try and hit them with the football as hard as you could. And if they moved, then they were, uh, you called them a certain female body part. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, David, they, was was anything off limits? 
No, you could hit them as hard as you possibly could if you wanted to. So were you were you going for like the nose? I mean, that would seem like it'd oh, yeah. be the button. Yeah. So there's. Well, I mean, yeah. If you if, if the ball was coming at your face. Nine times out of ten, you would move. Yeah. But, I mean, I have been hit in the face with the ball. Before. Did you guys play flinch as, a, as kids? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, where you pretend like you're hitting? Right, right. Yeah. Two for flinching? Or right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Appreciate it. Oh, we'd, yeah, we did stuff with knives. It was... <laughs> Uh, what did we? I, I think it was called stretch or something like that, where you would <laughs> with knives. Yeah, you, you'd stand yeah. like you know with your feet together, and then you'd throw a knife. No, uh, to the to the you try to get as close to their <laughs> foot as possible, but uh, but if it if it went however far apart it went, you would have to move your foot out to that area or something like that. Yeah, I wouldn't was... want to want to play that. game. <laughs> Do you know what's what's a game that actually is similar to a game? Now you talk about taking it outside a little bit in your yard, but like the movie basketball. Yeah. So we That's used essentially it. Yeah, we used to use the roofs. So we had staggered roofs and to throw a ball up. You know, did you ever do anything like that off your house? Because you use yeah. your roofing games all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, another indoor game that we used to play all the time, which it was just simply, we called it cups. And it was, uh, you'd take a, um, these uh, at, at restaurants and stuff, they would always, like a souvenir cup. A lot of times you yeah. would get like the plastic cup, standard plastic cup. And it was essentially just a volley game. You'd, you'd have two areas, uh, you know, where, where that was kind of your side of the quote unquote net. There wasn't right. really a net. Yeah. But you just volley it back and forth. And the cup, you could really get some finesse on after a while. We used to, we used to play that at Y100. I'm sure we yes. probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there are great, like, um, beach games that you can make up. And, they're, you know, essentially, there's there you, you could play, um, uh, like, beer pong, you know, or, or Beirut, whatever you want to call it. You can, um, you can play that with beach buckets dug into the sand with, with uh, tennis balls and stuff like that. I would love to get more ideas for, for good beach games. All right, well, here's a game that has beach in the title. I have no idea if you do it on the beach or not, but this is Brian. Hey, Brian, how you doing? Yo, what's up, guys? Yep. Yeah, this game is called Beach Chicken. <laughs> beach Chicken. Yeah, that's what we call um, pigeons. I'm all ears. Oh, okay, that's what they call pigeons. <laughs> that's what they call pigeons? Beach oh, chickens? <laughs> really? I like I it. I guess you can play this on the beach. Um, it's two teams of three. You got a guy with a golf club, a guy with a hockey stick, and a guy with a baseball glove. So if you you tee off and you're chipping into a bucket that's in a crease, and you have a player there with a hockey stick who tries to catch rebounds and bounce it into the bucket. Wow. Now the guys in the outfield with the baseball gloves, like if there's a pop fly over the bucket, they got to fight for it and try and catch it. Okay, so this is an outdoor game. Oh yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Right. I like I like the outdoor stuff. Uh, I've never heard of golf, hockey, and baseball no, combined together. No. Though that's pretty interesting, Brian. All right, beach chicken, which is beach what they call chicken. pigeons. Why the hell did you name it? Okay, I don't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Thank you, Brian. I it. Listen, I it's a stupid game. Yeah. Uh, let me go to <laughs> Let me go to Bob. Here's another indoor game. Hey, Bob. Good morning. Good morning. I'm glad I caught you guys at work. Uh, yes, you did, sir. No apology necessary. So, but anyway, uh, what's what's the game you guys created? <laughs> it was called Strobe Light Dodgeball. Oh, that's and awesome! I like it. <laughs> we would play it. I had a basement that had no windows. We would turn a strobe light on to a slow pulse, <laughs> and then play dodgeball. 
so you'd get a flash of somebody on the other side of the room holding the ball cocked ready to throw, and the next thing you had was a bright flash of light because you got smashed in the face. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, so that's brilliant because with a slow strobe, it's, it, so it combines almost like dodgeball with battleship. Yeah. Yeah, and you kind of yeah. know where they are. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, you, you, yeah. yeah I that, love that. That's yeah. a good idea. Was, Thanks, Bob. Another variation on it was uh, the strobe light pillow fight. Yes, well, we did. We did completely yes. uh, dark room pillow fights with, with no light whatsoever. Okay, that was fun. Uh, wow. All right. Thanks, Bob. I appreciate it. I, as a kid, I had a strobe light too, and we would do. Agreed. We'd find a dark room to do stuff in, and it's it could. It would make me, like, nauseous after a while. Uh, yeah, if you're photosensitive, it could yeah. be an issue. I remember clearly as a kid, Preston, my dad and I and, and my brother, we'd go down. This is when we were really small. We'd go down and play James Bond in the basement. So we'd just, like go around in the dark. Now, we're little kids, and we're just at nut level. So the high the idea is you get karate attack each other. So my dad would have had a few drinks at this time, you know, and you'd hear. We'd have the James Bond music on, and, sing, and eventually you'd hear, we invariably punch my dad in the nuts. Uh, let me go to, let's go to Kevin. Hi, Kevin. Good morning. Hey, good morning. What's up, guys? Yeah, bud. Talking about games you've created just out of boredom, which a lot of people are having to do right now. So what's uh, what's the game you created? I have two. So me and my buddy would we'd get pretty stoned, and then um, <laughs> we, we wouldn't have much to do. It'd be like two in the morning, so... We had to create something. So we would stand like, and it's ironic now at the times, we would be like six feet apart and try to toss like a fitted baseball hat on each other's heads. Okay. I like it. So, yeah, it was entertaining. I mean, it was just something stupid and we made it up. And then we had another one. Um, it was called Pool Lacrosse. Pool Lacrosse. And, yeah, this was pretty cool. So, you know how like on outdoor pools, You'll have, like, the ladders, and you go in, and, like, usually that, that top step um, on the inside of the pool doesn't have much water in it. Right. But we get, like, a tennis ball, and you would try to fire it in there. Somebody played goalie. Somebody played defense. Well, we didn't really care about the score. What the object was to basically— Easy. <laughs> we can't say that, but— <laughs> The yeah, dude do. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah we— uh, Now, you're talking about outdoor games. Outdoor games we, is a different We thing. won't head all that yeah. down, but we used to play gutter ball in the pool all the time. Which yeah. Was, there was a, a gutter that ran around the pool, and you'd— Get opposite ends of the pool, and you try to get the Nerf ball in there. That was a lot of fun. Kathy, you guys didn't play anything growing up. You and your brothers didn't have oh, any no, games. Oh no, we did. Yeah, up. no, I, I was, uh, yeah, gonna contribute, but uh, you guys moved past it, so I didn't want to uh, bring the conversation back to what we already talked about. But yeah, we no, there was all the, all kinds of games. But with Jace, like I tried to. Be the fun mom and let him play these games in the house, and I, I, I just can't do it. I'm like, okay, enough, oh. enough with the ball in the house. <laughs> what did I tell you about both yeah, the ball in the house? <laughs> uh, my, my honestly, that's we were always doing that, and the areas that you kids always end up on, as you did, Preston, the stairs, yeah. the stairs, yes. And if you have like you have uh, like an elevated area in your house. Where you can look over a balcony, yep. right? Yeah, I mean, oh my god! Yeah, there's that game's a you can throw tons, tons of, of games. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's a text that came in, Preston, and I think this will speak to you, Kathy. If you want to read this one, Preston, this would be a good game for your household. Uh, the new game in my house is leave mom the f alone. <laughs> oh, I love that one. <laughs> my husband and son play it every day. After 12 hours of bugging the crap out of mom, <laughs> they go play video games and let mom drink wine alone in her room. Failure to follow the rules leads to mom having a meltdown 
down and no one is safe. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good game, man. I don't need that. I don't need that. They don't bother me, but uh, Jace definitely doesn't bother me. But the whole playing ball in the house, I just can't. Like, even with the basketball, like, dribbling down the hallway, like, really, it's not going to hurt anything. But I'm just like... I can't. I can't take it. Kathy, when when you were a kid and the Nerf ball came out, the first Nerf ball, and you could play ball in the house. Oh, yeah. oh my God. It was Meanwhile, unbelievable. Jace has broken less in my house than the cats have. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. <laughs> so, Kath, just wait until he can actually jump up and touch the door jam, uh, which was uh, now it's uh, it, everything is an alley-oop. I'm just sitting there trying to watch TV, and my son's like, he throws the ball in my lap. He's like, come on, dude, alley-oop. And I'm like, okay. And then I want to play. Because I want to make a good alley oop throw. <laughs> right. Wait, I can do better now. Wait, yeah, yeah. I'll beat your ass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So the uh, the stair ball, which my daughter and I play, and you talk about you know driving you crazy, Kathy, with playing ball in the house. Man, we hit the chandelier so many oh. times; it's ridiculous, and it's to the point now where like she's become the parent. She's like, "Dad, we better stop." I'm like, "No, come on, we're, we're getting in a group. <laughs> come on, it's okay. Don't worry about things. Exactly. If we break a bulb, we'll put a new one in there." <laughs> Do you want to lose it? We're on a street now. Do you want to lose it? Uh, yeah. Have you guys ever made up any games with the pool table or the foosball table? You know, it, it, no, like... no. We just play straight ahead. Uh, we either play eight ball or nine ball or or cutthroat on the pool table, and then foosball is just standard. Okay, yeah, so all right. There's enough, and and we have a dartboard too, and there's enough games on that that you can play. You got to so. go to line two, Preston. All right, let me do that. Uh, I have <laughs> Rob. Hey, Rob. Good morning. Hey, how are you? Wonderful. What's the name of your game? Butt darts. Butt, butt darts. <laughs> okay. How does one play butt darts? Uh, what we do is uh, you take a wine cork, and uh, one guy gets up, and you try to squeeze your butt crack together. To Are, hold do you the have water. pants on? Yes. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> and you try to hold the wine cork in your butt and walk five feet, and then there's a red Solo cup on the floor, and you try to drop it into the cup without... It popping, you know, getting it in there. And that's a standard fraternity thing. Yeah, well, we yeah. used to. You guys remember I used to do at uh, at our appearances. We had used two quarters. We yeah. would, at, and you'd wed the, wedge those in your butt cheeks. And people were good. Yeah, and you'd have to walk across the stage and then squat over a cup and drop them in. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I love it. Yeah, mm-hmm. does this kind of fall into the realm of? Kind of, kind of, you know, no. it definitely, I don't the think we're going to post them. The activities are so that you guys don't do this. Stuff. Oh, right. <laughs> That's what that is. Uh, listen, thank you, gang. We got to take a break on hold. Tiffany, I'm sorry, she's been on hold for like 20 minutes. Wait, real quick, let me go to yeah. her. It's a board game. You won't like it, Steve, All but right. let me go. Hi, uh, <laughs> Tiffany. Hi. Hey. Hi, good morning. Good morning. Real quick, what did you guys make up? Okay, so me and my friend, we took the game of life in Monopoly, and basically instead of trying to get property, the point was you picked up a guy <laughs> at a certain property, and you went around the board, and every time you went past the point where you picked up your guy, you had a kid with him. So in the end, whoever had the most kids won. Oh, so you'd use the little car from life. Yeah, that had the you could you would put your yourself and your spouse and all the babies in there. Do you ever play life? No. Yes, yeah, so you you create you are, a family yeah. as you're going through. Right. Okay. Oh, I, I, wow. So you're using the pieces from life, but playing Monopoly with them. That's interesting. Uh, was the end result to end up on the Maury Povich show? <laughs> <laughs> you could actually yeah. pick up a different guy if you wanted to. We would have him around the board. That's <laughs> funny. That all is right. good. That's Thanks, good. Tiffany. Yeah, appreciate it. All right. Well, anyhow, you might be uh, you might be wanting to create new games, and uh, I don't know. We should we should host a 
a hub of information I, to this I, somehow. We should, we'll, yes. We'll, we'll Listen, collect it up. We yep. need to. Yeah, yep. Probably right. uh, follow us on Twitter, and we might be able to have a good Twitter feed there. All right. right. Uh, we need to take a break uh, because when we come back, we're going to reveal the next matchup for Daily Rush Madness, and we need your votes at PrestonSteve.com. That'll give you something to do, too. We're also going to talk to Deanna Durante from NBC10. Uh, so stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. Feeling deprived of a basketball bracket? Running out of shows to binge on? Well, 93.3 WMMR and the Preston and Steve Show can fix that. It's Daily, daily rush, rush Madness. madness. Go to PrestonandSteve.com and start binging. 64 episodes will contend for your votes to determine the winner. Daily Rush Madness from the station that's been providing Philadelphia questionable content since day one. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, Kathy, we're going to hold on to traffic because our, okay. our next our next yeah. guest only has a, a couple of minutes, and it's our fault. We just we have diarrhea of the mouth, and we went way way long in that last segment, which was a lot of fun, by the way. Uh, but uh, she's got a commitment and has to move along, so uh, we're just kind of getting the local uh, news about Corona and and uh, COVID nineteen and what's going on. So uh, please welcome from NBC Ten, uh, Deanna Durante to the program. Hi, Deanna. Good morning, everyone. How are you? Good. Sorry, we're, we were supposed to have you on at 9. Sorry about that. We, yeah, yeah, no, we talk we a lot up, yeah. on this program. Um, There's a lot to talk about right now. Yeah, most definitely. And w- so we just kind of wanted to get a thumbnail of, of what's going on locally and the things that we should be aware of. We we obviously know the the basics about, uh, you know, social distancing and washing hands and so on and so forth. But I uh, thought we'd go to you as a local source as to uh, some of the stuff that's come up recently. Well, some of the big stuff, of course, is still keeping your distance and doing it even further this weekend because we're going to have really nice weather and you're going to want to be outside and play with your kids and go out and do things and play ball. But still, this weekend is still kind of the, the danger zone as more and more testing is coming back. We're finding, you know, with more testing, more cases, so that those numbers are going to go up. We're hearing that every day when we get the briefings from Montgomery County that now we're at the point that they believe they have community spread, which means they can't trace it back to that original person or source. So, Deanna, and part of the deal is, obviously, a lot of the infections have already occurred, you know, where, where we, and as you said, testing, as everyone has said, expect the numbers to spike. And obviously what, what the, the plan is and what everyone's attempting to do by this isolation and, and, and quarantining and, and, you know, trying to not be in, in groups uh, larger than just a couple people uh, is to stop that curve from being too arch and too dramatic where we overwhelm our uh, medical facilities. So on f- to that point, are you seeing signs that are indicating that, um, you know, they're uh, like, for, for example, testing uh, capabilities? I know they're setting up parking lot testing facilities. Uh, how's that moving along? So that facility that is being set up in Temple Ambler will be up and running. It's all set up, um, and it'll be up and running for a very select group of people this afternoon. And then for people in Montgomery County that feel that they need a test, that they can't get one through their doctor or their health system, they can register through the Montgomery County webpage or call the county. But it's a very specific criteria. You can't just get a test because you want a test. Right. Right. So you have to meet all that criteria, and if you once you meet that and you're screened over the phone or online, you'll get an invitation time to show up. And if you if you then don't meet the criteria when you get there, your fever has gone down, you will be turned away. Okay. And that's because there's a limited amount of, of tests that they can do in a certain time. 
Hey, Deanna, can you explain why the beer distributors remain open, but the wine stores have to close? I can't. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I I will ask that question of the governor's office. I, too, was looking at that list as well, and I don't know if it's because they sell bottled water or, you know, sodas and things like that. Uh, I, I don't know, but that's that's one of the questions. Mm. I'll be more than happy to send the governor's office. I think I know why, Deanna. I'll give you an exclusive. My local beer distributor sells ventilators. So, oh, uh, wow. Yeah, yeah. And I you think that, that rare... Might... Yeah, yeah. address? We're going to that address. <laughs> Deanna, what are the ramifications for uh, businesses that are uh, asked to be closed by the governor um, but that would stay open? Where, are, is there... They're talking about, like, jail time or fines or things like that? Fines, there can be lots of licenses, and and it really, I think each county is going to have to sort out what it means for them and what resources they have. We've asked that question in Montgomery County, will you go in and close restaurants, will you take them to court? And really what they say is the only enforcement they really have, they can't enforce the gym, they can't enforce the daycare, that's a state operation, but with the restaurants that are continuing to serve dine-in, which I haven't seen any. No, uh, I haven't either. Right. If, if there are ones that can, they can use the court systems and the health department to, to stop them from doing that. And, again, they do have licenses through the county, so that can create some problems. If you're a bar that's still serving, the governor has said that can be up to liquor enforcement that can come in and shut you down. And I think a lot of the counties, too, are getting this information based upon what we're hearing. Almost the same time, we're getting it, if not just a little bit advance notice before. So they're trying to figure out what it means. And, again, the resources in Montgomery County are very different than the resources in Puxatawney County. Right. So it, it varies what, you know, we've seen it here. Delaware County doesn't have a health department. So they're leaning on Chester County to help them out with some of these things. So one of the basic things here is that, obviously, the, the original call was to for a 15-day period to, uh, to, to attempt to see what we can achieve as far as, you, as you said, s- suppressing the community spread, to, to get a, a handle on, on this. And, and no one, they don't even want to project how many people have it right now because the real case is, uh, you know, is is, um, is is bringing down the, the the spread as we currently are. So, so to that point, uh, with the restaurants and everything, uh, you know, and and balancing that fine line between that and businesses not getting destroyed, like we, for example, here at uh, um, you know WMMR and, and our, our Beasley uh, sister stations are attempting to get the word out for businesses like restaurants that do are still providing delivery and takeout, and that is still in effect. That's still fine, correct? get delivery you can get takeout some restaurants are doing drive up we've profiled a couple of restaurants that are like look at me we've got our gloves we've got our aprons on we're going to bring it right out to your car you won't even see us so yes most restaurants are still trying to do that but i mean even even all of you were talking about this morning wawa making changes to whether or not you can get your own coffee cups and, th- and things like that so it changes every day so right now restaurants can still do that there could be another update that says it can only be curbside we don't we we know when we get them but at this point you can call your restaurant. You can use DoorDash and all those other delivery services, and that, that will help them out. Some of them are really hoping that the delivery will pick up and, and keep them in business. All right. So and so with that, with, with, the, with the governor's measure, a lot of the stuff that he's uh, that they've sort of became a little bit more arch on was what they had asked before. They just would like to see more people um, uh, uh, um, uh, comply with this because if we hitting it right now at that earliest point and attempting to suppress that curve is everything. I've seen every health expert say, every doctor, every every pundit on television say the same thing. It is the separation, the two simple things. The war is won by uh, social distancing and washing your hands. Well, the po- yeah, and the point of that is you're going to have people that get it. Yes. And there are going to be people who have it that have very, very mild symptoms, but it's who they're going to give it to. That's it. The kids that the kids that have um, 
other underlying illnesses, the adults that have other illnesses, that then makes this so much worse for them, the senior citizens, that then it is, you know, near, near fatal for some of them. So that's, that's the concern is we can all carry it around. Flu for you may be different than flu for me, but flu for somebody else can be fatal, and that's the same thing with this. And it's also what you, all the health experts are saying the same thing. There's so little they know about this. They can't even begin to study it until they really get it under control. Well, they, they, need, to get the, they need to get the data. Um, Deanna, so I know it's spreading, you know, community spread, and, and so they can't trace it back to original sources and all of that. So it, it's kind of on a bigger scale now. But um, it started in our area with a CHOP doctor. Has there been any update on his condition? There hasn't. We've asked. And there were a couple cases before him that were travel, that people uh, got it from travel that we learned about. Uh, you know, wow, it's hard to believe it's it's been almost two weeks, isn't it? Doesn't it feel like it's been going on that much longer? I know, I know. But that, that people came in uh, from different countries and they were self-isolating. And then we heard about this CHOP doctor that we know now saw two dozen patients and their families. You know, 13 of those patients and those families were from Montgomery County. And then we've learned, you know, a little bit more about who he came in contact with. And there was a police officer who then responded to a bomb squad call. And then from there. And so he, but he was, show he was hospitalized, people. right? He, he was hospitalized. He and his wife were hospitalized. Uh, they were taken to one hospital and then they were moved to a center city hospital. And at this point, no one is um, updating us on his condition because the health department is saying they're not monitoring the recoveries. They're monitoring the sick right now. So, uh, Deanna, doing a little bit of uh, checking up on things and stats and figures and so forth, I think right now in New Jersey, nine people have died from the coronavirus. And the regular influenza and pneumonia has killed, as per their own state records, which are available online, 1,091 people. So in the end result of all this stuff that we're juggling, which I think is is warranted and, and, and worthwhile doing, if people remember next year, and, uh, you know, hopefully this will be the case, that uh, getting your flu shot is important and, and how it can affect senior citizens, how many thousands of people just in any given year die, uh, you know, and take those extra precautions. I mean, it, it is truly a trial by fire, but I, uh, I hope it's one that sticks. Are you getting that sense that, that it will? I will ask that question for you, but I haven't asked about flu shots. I know that one thing doctors are concerned about right now is kids not going in for well visits right. and getting and keeping up on their immunizations. And you hope by next year that whatever this is, they've figured it out and it's included in the flu shot and we don't have this. Right. And hopefully right. more people will go get their flu shots. But, right. You know, you talk about the differences in the, the flu numbers. There's treatment for flu. There's right. No treatment yeah. for Corona right now. Right. Correct. Right. Yeah. So that's why this is taken so seriously. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you, Deanna. And uh, if we need the info, we know where to go. And uh, we'll be watching on NBC10. We appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Have a great weekend. All right. You too. All right. Deanna Durante, guys. Uh, I thought this was kind of uh, interesting. Sad. What? Uh, nothing. Oh, traffic. We haven't done yeah. that. Oh, my God. No, no, I need yeah, yeah. to know that. So, yeah, I forgot about it, too. Uh, yeah, let's let's do that, and then I'll bring up something interesting. Uh, so, NJM Insurance Group traffic. Kathy, what's going on? 95 northbound, still shut down in Delaware, Christiana, Delaware. Uh, at exit 141, you're being forced off there, and uh, you must follow a detour uh, to get back onto 95. This is a, a tractor-trailer fire that has it closed. 141 southbound, uh, the exit ramp closed. Uh, 141 south also jams from Route 4 to 95. Route 13 northbound jams Christiana to Bolden Boulevard. Uh, And then 
On the Vine Expressway westbound, just before Broad Street, the right lane is blocked with a disabled vehicle. It looks like the bridges uh, have gone back to normal speed, so this fog is lifting uh, and the speed re- restrictions have been lifted. This traffic report brought to you by Highly. There's money available to help cover your PGW gas bill, but you have to apply to get it. Text the word WARM to 75308. PGW Energy for all of us. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. All right, thanks, Heath. We'll do the Daily Rush Madness at the end of this. Okay. Because right. we're almost, we're gonna, we only have a a couple of minutes, and then and then we're going to take a break. It's cuckoo. Uh, or I could do it now if you guys want. No, it's your call, man. Okay. Um, so in in all this isolation that uh, either self imposed or you you know you have to be self isolated because or, you're sick or no one likes you. Uh, a, a man recently passed away uh, who has a distinction about isolation. A guy named Al Warden. He was yeah. an astronaut from the Apollo Lunar Program. Uh, he was command module pilot on Apollo 15. Uh, the lunar landing, although he never got to walk on the moon, he performed three spacewalks on the flight back from the moon to retrieve film canisters uh, on the spacecraft. Uh, as astronauts David Scott and James B. Irwin explored the mountains of the moon, Warden circled around him. He stayed in the command module, and during this time, he earned a world record as the most isolated human being ever. Because wow. while his crewmates roamed the lunar surface, he was 2,235 miles from anyone else. Anyone else. So that would have been the farthest that anyone had ever been from another living human being. So a quick question. Yes. <laughs> On that, do you know you have that incredible thing that you were at, at one point the most, and currently, f- f- at least up till now, the most remote human being that has ever uh, existed? Yeah. You'd have to rub one out. Right. right. Uh, no. <laughs> Right. I mean, He's speaking of no one's looking. <laughs> I mean, you are never going to be away oh, from that many uh, eyes yeah. ever, Steve. And you'd get to see it float around. Exactly. The, the capsule. You, like, yeah. Honestly, Ew. honestly, Ew. it's where no man has gone before. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And when the guys got back in, what's this? What's that? What's Nothing. that on the toothpaste? Uh, <laughs> what? What is it? I don't know. I didn't see it. <laughs> Weird looking toothpaste. I don't know. Bro. That's some of the uh, the, the, yeah. the 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 peanut butter from the, the you know uh, we had that the, earlier. The flange juice from oh the pneumatic God. compressor. Space dust. Uh, listen, I, I had been to some pretty <laughs> remote areas, yeah. but I was always with other people. Yes. I think Preston, you might have been the most remote out of any of us because you went on walkabout. On oh, my walkabout uh, to Yellowstone. Uh, I don't know. You guys are probably. I've been, been alone somewhere before, right? I have. Um, I was out in really rural, you know, the the classic Joshua Tree sort of. I've been in deserts by myself when I was when I was a touring comedian. Yeah, I um um yeah, you know, there's a lot to be gleaned from that. Thinking about now, Preston, about the um you know quarantining and people who are like who live in cabins or live you know about i was seeing our van life friends yeah out and about they're actually probably now they're sort of hunkered down with friends they're probably more social now during uh, the quarantine yeah. than they have been in a while it's um you know it it it's it's your perception of things are there people on the space station right now i assume there still are right oh, yeah. They, yeah so um if you're on the space station uh would you be allowed to stay there for as long as you wanted during this pandemic I think uh, I think they have a plan that they're going to follow. I well, mean, uh, you know, NASA has put stuff on hold for now. Right? Uh, they're they're you know they're they're working remotely uh, on on their projects, but they've they've suspended. I was just reading this morning 
uh, the Lunar and Mars projects for now okay. until this stuff passes. Yeah, so. that's not surprising. Man, yeah. So we bring that, you know, the, the classic, you know, it, it's a war of the worlds ends up that our normal germs kill the invading aliens. What if we end up on a, on a planet and wipe out their population? Yeah. There was a uh, oh man. I forgot the name. I think it was called the Last Man, and it was about a um, you know a, a post apocalyptic thing where all the men in the world die except for one guy. Yeah, and it's Richard Simmons. It was Richard. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it was sorry, pretty- ladies. Uh oh. <laughs> But there, but there was a. They had forgotten that there was a uh, a crew up on a space station, mm. and uh, there were two guys uh, in that. And I, I didn't finish. Ace reading. and Gary. It's a graphic. <laughs> it's a graphic novel. And, oh, it sounds cool. Uh, but they, I, I think, on their return trip, they crashed or something like that. But but anyhow, it's an interesting concept. Yeah, of uh, uh, being in space when something big in the world is going on, especially when it involves. Uh, you know, uh, contagious stuff. So let me ask you something. So would would the original movie I was talking about this, the Andromeda Strain? Yeah. Which, and by the way, they beat it. I'll I'll, I'll tip off the end of the movie. Um, um, it, but it's a fascinating look at what goes into stuff like this. It's it's years old, but it's um uh it's a fascinating thing. Do you watch something like that now, or do you stay away from something like that? Depends now? on your anxiety level. To yeah, be quite, yeah. You know, if if you're if you're struggling with this. Uh, I don't recommend you watch Uncut Gems. <laughs> you know, I don't uh, recommend you watch uh, Outbreak. You know, uh, Contagion. Yeah, watch. Yeah. Uh, Casey has a good suggestion. <laughs> Why would you? Oh, I. I you mean um, uh, Uncut Gems? No, no, no. Oh. You were talking about being surprised by watching a movie earlier. Oh, dude. Last night I watched Hobbs and Shaw. Listen, <laughs> yeah. I, I think I watched the first Fast and Furious movie, and that's the only yeah. one I've ever really watched. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It wasn't like an amazing movie, but I got to tell you, I had fun watching it. I have no doubt. Yeah. I, I, again, with those Fast and Furious movies, you don't want to, but you end up, oh, okay, I, I was, I got lost in that for a bit. Yeah. 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 yeah maybe. maybe. You know what's a good movie, honestly? Did you guys ever see Bumblebee? No. You know, yeah. I, I actually fell asleep. I was enjoying it, but, you know, it was... <laughs> Bumblebee is really a is sort of the Transformers movie you always wanted. I we need to preface when Casey says he fell asleep in a movie because he does it all the time. I do it all the time. It's not because the movie bores him. No, no, it's because I choose to watch it when I'm tired. Yeah, exactly. But he does that all the time. So when you lead with, I fell asleep during the movie. You know that was a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I have fallen asleep at, literally in a Broadway show. I fell asleep in Rent. I had no idea that Angel. Uh, <laughs> Was uh, a cross-dresser. cross-dresser. I had no clue about that one. Oh Kiss Me, Kate. I fell God. asleep in that one. Macbeth, I fell asleep. Kelsey Grammer was Macbeth. Fell asleep in that one. Wow. Yeah. Wow, during Broadway shows. Yeah. <laughs> do you snore when you're asleep? I I, I assume I do. I, oh, I assume boy. I snore everywhere. Well, Usually I, it wakes me up. Well, anyway, uh, doubling back for a moment. Yeah. But, yeah, I wanted to pass along that the, um, Al Warden astronaut passed away he was uh 88 years old uh lived in texas he spent more than uh, 295 hours in space wow uh before joining nasa he was a test pilot instructor and colonel in the united states air force but for a time as we're all talking about isolation right now he was the most isolated human being ever at 200 2235 miles away from Anyone, any other living being. There's an amazing scene in uh, First Man is is a good movie, uh, and it, you know, we, Damien Chazelle is a great director, and and they took some tonal choices that I maybe didn't agree with. Yeah. yeah I'm with However, you. there is a scene where he is, um, 
Louis Armstrong, no, Neil Armstrong <laughs> is standing on the uh, on the moon, and and it and he looks around, yeah, and drinks it in, yeah. and that is so amazing. Pretty amazing. The episode of The Crown uh, this last season, where the three men on, on the you know Apollo uh, Eleven mission, yeah, went to visit the royal family, was one of the best episodes of TV I've ever seen, and like the the way that uh, Prince Philip looked up to these. Young men who were just doing their job at the time really, to me, was a fascinating look into humanity. And it was it was so well done. He's a pilot, and he wanted to get up closer to the plane. So if you're watching The Crown and you haven't seen that episode, it's one of the best I've ever seen. We were talking about binging shows, uh, and Nick, you were out of the studio when I was talking to Stephen and, uh, and Casey. But one to watch, it, was, <clears throat> it came out years and years ago, but uh, from the Earth to the Moon. It was yeah. right after Apollo 13. Tom Hanks was still on his NASA kick, Preston, and he was one of the producers. If that's available, I, I may dive right back into that. It's one of the best series I've ever seen. Do you know who's excellent in that series? Brian Cranston. Yeah, I forgot. He was in the door. That was a star-studded yeah. series. And each episode was different. There, no, there were no people in in uh, in uh, multiple episodes, I don't think. And they were all done by different directors. Yeah. And it all took a very specific part of the um, of the uh, Apollo program, uh, and would uh, dissect it completely unassociated uh, parts of the project. It's really worth watching if you're into that type of thing. All right, listen, we need to do one more matchup before we wrap here. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. <laughs> we have four regions in the Daily Rush Madness. Our brackets are set up at WMMR.com, PrestonandSteve.com. Uh, we have four regions. We have Hey Bitches, Shart, Gadzooks, and now the matchup for this region, it's called Annabelle. Annabelle. That's right. So it is the Annabelle region. And the two Daily Rush videos going head-to-head are called, the number one seed is Fart Fart. Yeah. And the number 16 seed is She Was a Singer. Oh, my God. This, I, this, this might be the biggest upset we've ever seen because... You know, I, I, I'm, I'm torn on this one. Uh, and a right. one seed versus a 16 seed? That's yeah. a tough one. Crazy, yeah. Right, let's see. Let's reminisce for a moment. Here's a little clip of Fart Fart for you. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> what was the... There's a fart at the I end. don't know where the fart came from, but I love it. <laughs> I remember hey, play that at regular speed. Right. <laughs> we were all at least the three of us. There's more to go. There's more to go. Kathy thinks this is oh, she's crying. Like it's, it boggles my mind how you still find it this funny that the three of you can't contain yourselves. That's what I was gonna say. I actually was thinking the same thing prior to speaking in that clip. Oh, that's wonderful. It, it was. It was. Uh, you couldn't. We just couldn't grab because it just because even you, Casey, you're like, what? Why is that on there? And then later on, because the fart is isolated, I hit a uh, a button here that plays the isolated sound effect, and I accidentally hit it twice, and it went burp burp. It was the best. Yes. All right, so that is going up against this clip. She was a singer. Here we go. I had to look up Lily Allen, and I still don't know who she is. Her brother is Theon Greyjoy from Game of Thrones, and she's a singer? (laughs) No, No, she she was was a dancer. dancer. Oh, my God! Honestly, is she a singer? (laughs) 
<laughs> was that when it happened? That wasn't no, one of the first live. times we were talking about mm-hmm. our, our okay. intern, um, Julie. Julie. Yeah, yeah, Julie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I guess that's when we started abusing the clip. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> Those are the two videos that are up for your consideration. So please go to our website. Go to PrestonCity.com and vote. We have two more that we'll highlight before the morning is up. So we'll come back in just a moment. We'll get the next one up for Daily Rush Madness, day number one. Stay with us. Be back in a moment. President Steve Show podcast. Wait, turn up the sound. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush Madness. Two more matchups to highlight before the program is over. And don't forget, you have 24 hours to vote on Daily Rush Madness. And then we'll have a new batch that we'll bring forth on Monday. Uh, for you to vote on, then every day we'll refresh those. So, uh, today we have our next, this is our second matchup in the Hey Bitches region. Number two seed, Kathy's Perfect Bunghole. <laughs> ah. No comment? Uh, I don't remember. Is going up against <laughs> Taylor Swift's Stalker Gets a Job. I don't remember it either, so let's take a okay. walk down memory lane. <laughs> This is Kathy's perfect bunghole. This is a clip from that particular Daily Rush video. Kathy has the perfect mouth, the yeah. perfect vagina. Do we assume that the other one is the, perfect, too? I, I can only assume it, that her yeah. proctologist yeah. is doing backflips. Yeah, has anybody ever uh, commented on your butthole? Like, <laughs> Look at this thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. Okay, I do. I do remember that. Uh, and it is perfect, by the way. Of course it is. And we're, going, we're doing that one, which is uh, number two seed, up against the number 15 seed. Taylor Swift stalker gets a job. Here we go. Police arrested a Florida man for the second time in less than a year after he was caught breaking into one of Taylor's New York City properties. Maybe she should consider hiring him as her security. Why not? Meeting's clear on the north perimeter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go back five clicks and check it again. <laughs> hey, who let this door open? Do you want some lunatic to wander in? Hey, I want to remind you as well that the videos are worth watching yeah. because sometimes uh, Nick Murphy and company will incorporate... Uh, clips that you that aren't even us. There, there are all kinds of added video, little uh, you know gems oh, that, yeah. that add to the uh, the whole comedic presentation. You're right, Preston. Sometimes it's a, a picture of what we're talking about. Sometimes it's an animation. Yeah. Sometimes there's an effect, but it all goes to enhance. That's why we enjoy seeing what they do. Yep. It's a uh, it's a real cooperative effort. All right. So those two in the Hey Bitches region, Kathy's perfect bunghole against Taylor Swift's <laughs> stalker gets a job. Watch the video clips and vote. And you can do that at PrestonandSteve.com today. Let's do the Bizarre File. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre File. All right, let's get to a handful of stories here. And sometimes I include stories just because I like the name of where these places, these things take place. So this is in Washington State. Emergency crews rescued a paraglider who crashed into a tree Wednesday afternoon. At Poo Poo Point. <laughs> poo Poo Point. And it's not even spelled like P-U-P-U, like a Poo Poo Platter or something. It's P-O-O. Preston, P-O-O. I know it well. <laughs> That's right. One of my favorite places when I get out of San Francisco. I have my summer home in Poo Poo Point. Head up north to Washington. Yeah. Oh, my God. Tony Bennett. <laughs> Absolutely. Authorities it's beautiful. Said a man in his 40s was stuck about... I go paragliding, it's great. ...the 60 feet in a tree. The paraglider was an estimated 300 feet from his takeoff spot. He had just taken off from Poo Poo Point. 
I call it poo-poo contour flying. And then he slammed into the tree. A team of rescuers safely lowered the paraglider from the tree and carried him up the trail to be evaluated by emergency crews. Uh, That's the good people at poo-poo. Authorities said the paraglider sustained a lower leg injury in the crash. Paragliding at poo-poo point. Nick is looking up poo-poo point. I mean, it's beautiful. Is, is it, it really? Really nice views of Mount Rainier. Poo-poo uh, people paraglide proficiently. <laughs> Positively. Why would, why would you name that? I'm, I'm trying to find the etymology on All it. Right. I'll keep you posted. Get back to me on that. Uh, while much of Nevada has closed in compliance with the governor's 30-day shutdown order to fight the spread of COVID-19, a Sin City strip club called Little Darlings remains open with a new menu of coronavirus-inspired options. Oh, come, on. Oh, come on. Listen to this. Ryan Carlson, the director of operations, said, we're going to offer drive-up windows strip shows. Guests can drive up to the front door, and we're going to have dancers separated by the six-foot separation rule, and they can enjoy a totally nude show right from the seat of their car. Hey, would you like to see my beaver? Uh, the drive-up shows yes, please. last 10 minutes, and they cost $100. Can you see that? I got it up there. Can you see it? Uh, they will begin Saturday at 8 p.m., and they will also, listen to this, Little Darlings will also feature another new live event, Nude Sanitizer Wrestling. Ah, Purell Wrestling. Carlson said in a statement, America is a free country and strippers will continue to be a part of the fabric of American life. That's the pioneer spirit if ever there was God one. bless America. Uh, police said that they are searching for a man who tried to get into homes there claiming to have coronavirus tests. So this is a scam. That's amazing. Uh, two incidents happened Tuesday afternoon. A man knocked on the door. This is in Maryland, by the way. Yeah. Uh, claiming, Corona man. Uh, claiming to be inspecting for COVID-19 virus. The man was not allowed inside by the homeowner and left. Police described the man as in his late 20s or early 30s. A second incident was reported about an hour later. Was it a pregnancy test? Where a man came into a home through an unlocked door. A resident confronted him, but the man ran off when he heard a dog bark. Uh, no vehicle was seen in that incident. Uh, I don't like dogs. The police said residents should not open their homes to anyone claiming to be checking for the COVID-19 virus or offering to clean their home. They're just, nobody is legitimately doing that. No. Now, you can let the ghost hunters in. They're fine. How about this? A New Mexico man is facing charges after he told police he unknowingly stole two televisions while he was drunk. Oh, my God. He didn't know. Sage Aaron... How did I get these two TVs? It's kind of how this was. Yeah. This is what he says, anyway. Sage Aaron Cummins was arrested last week shortly following his arrival to the victim's apartment to return the televisions. An officer was investigating a burglary report when Cummins approached him and admitted he had stolen the televisions from the victim's home. Cummins told police he was, quote, very intoxicated when he entered the residence. A police report said Cummins said that he only remembered knocking on the door... And when it was apparent that no one was home, he entered the residence. Cummins said that he didn't remember what happened after that. So he legitimately was going back to return these TVs. And that seems to shake out? I, I guess. I mean, he he woke up at 8.30 a.m. the next day and noticed that he had the two TVs in his room. Cummins was informed two days later who the televisions belonged to by a mutual friend of his and the victims. So Cummins told police he wanted to make things right and return the stolen items. So it seems... Kind of legit t- that he did, may have been doing were, were that. Were charges pressed? Or was yeah, it... he was arrested and charged with receiving stolen property. Mm. Huh, wow. So I thought that was uh, that was kind of interesting. You can't do anything right. No. And you know what? We'll just wrap up the bizarre file 
right there, my friend. That's what we got for you. you want to know about Poo Poo Point? I do. Please tell me the origin the of Poo Poo Point. Folksy name is a reference to a steam engine from a steam whistle on a steam engine that uh, heard the sounds throughout the area. It was in the early days of logging that it was named that, and the name just stuck. So instead of Choo Choo, they named it Poo Poo. Poo Poo. Like, yeah. Come on. There it is. Dumbasses. All right. Uh, we're going to take you dumbasses. <laughs> we're going to take a break. When we return, we will give you the final lineup of the day for Daily Rush Madness. We'll also ask a lesson question and see if you've been paying attention to today's program and maybe reward you with a prize. We'll also get trash and music news, so make sure you stick around. We'll be back shortly. Like what you hear? You can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. You want get, to mention. Get out and walk around, by the way, to that temperature. And I did want to mention something to Preston. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, our friend Louis Chekia, the executive director of Morris Animal Refuge, uh, has worked out a plan to uh, help that particular organization, the first animal refuge in the country, get through these uh, these ensuing months, and he wants to spread that information. If you have a pet refuge or you have any sort of animal charity or anything that's involved with that, he has some information you might be able to use. He offered that up. So if you want to get that information, go to my Twitter page, and it's on there, how to contact him through his email. He just said, listen, I'm, I'm reaching out in case other people are finding themselves in a tight way. Yeah. They worked out a plan they think will help uh, all these uh, organizations. Um, I also have a, I mean, I don't want to call it breaking news, uh, but it is kind of news-ish worthy. Uh, Steve, earlier today we were talking about how a couple of those movies that uh, were in movie theaters are available for video on demand today. Yes. Uh, that was um, The Invisible Man, Emma, and The uh, Hunt. The Hunt. Uh, I just got this email saying that uh, Pixar's Onward is going to be available for purchase today. Wow, that wow. just opened up in theaters yeah. just, what, a week like ago? Two weeks ago. Two weeks so, ago. so starting today around 5 o'clock, uh, you'll be able to uh, buy the movie digitally and on Movies Anywhere, uh, and then um, it will be on Disney Plus starting April 3rd, Wow, which is crazy. Wow. Uh, and then also I just got word that the uh, that uh, Vin Diesel movie, Bloodshot, Yeah, uh, what is today, the 20th? That will be available for purchase starting Mar- March 24th. So He's a new type of superhero. Bro. I didn't know that was a, a no. okay. Uh, what, what is it again? Bloodshot. Bloodshot. He, he's okay. like a superhero, um, okay. uh, like a genetically altered uh, guy. And it's uh, it actually, you know that movie he did, The Last Witch Hunter? Yeah. He, he kind of has a good sensibility for genre stuff. Yeah. So it looks pretty good. I uh, liked Pitch Black, man. That was Pitch Black, I love. And, and Riddick. Riddick yeah. 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 I'm looking to see what... what uh, was Debbie Diesel in that one? <laughs> Debbie Diesel yeah. was in that, yes. How you bother? That's my brother, Vin. <laughs> You're a member of his family, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. a member of his family. Yeah. That's my sister. All right, cool. Good to know. Thank you, Casey. You're and welcome. Morris Animal Refuge information available. Check uh, Steve's My Twitter. My Twitter, yep. All right. Um, let's do... Oh, let's oh, do... wait, wait. Skip it. Skip it. Let's do this. Here we go. It's time for Preston and Steve's Daily Rush the last of our matchups for today. The voting will be enabled. Well, we started this a few hours ago, but roughly 24 hours for you to vote. In fact, it might, we might get a, the whole weekend, I think. Uh, yeah, we usually, when we do them on, as they go into the weekend, you get the whole weekend to vote. So uh, this will get us started, and we'll continue it next week. But the fa- the last matchup comes from the Shart region of our Daily Rush Madness. And the two facing off against each other will be a number two seed, Kathy's Dreamcatcher and Manthe's <laughs> Alexa. 
versus F hunger in the butt. Wow. <laughs> Let's relive those moments. So Kathy's Dreamcatcher and Manthe's Alexa. Here we go. Just a little clip from that Daily Rush video. How about some Dreamcatchers, Kathy? No, thank you. How about an, oh, my uh, God. I get those for Christmas every year. Do you really? Yes, they go hey, right from the gift bag to the trash. Let you just throw them away? Why would I want that dumb thing? <laughs> what do you want me to do with it? It doesn't catch dreams. It's not real. <laughs> the circle with a net in the middle. Yeah. No, I'm so glad I asked that question. <laughs> you know what? I love that video. I watched it over and over, especially because, Kathy, you know... I love it when you when you yell when you get mad it cracks me up and you do it's not real. I just I kept rewinding that part and then later on I we do uh, Manthe as if it were you know Alexa. Oh, I forget. And yeah, I, and I said, uh, "Hey, Manthe," and I just started asking questions and you started firing back. <laughs> and I must have watched that a dozen times. That is one of my favorites. In fact, it's my favorite of all the ones we played so far this morning. That's going up against F hunger in the butt. Let's relive a little moment of that video. Here we go. The next time we're up at the uh, award show in Washington. Right. Yeah. I'm think. Kelly Ripa. <laughs> and everyone was moved to tears when Casey put a mag light in his butt. Wow. And said, F hunger in the butt. <laughs> <laughs> Those inspiring words are now etched on marble. <laughs> That's the statement I've yeah. yeah. made. F hunger in the butt. F hunger in the butt. <laughs> Camp out. And that one was so popular, it ended up as a sled at the Cardboard Classic this year. It did, yeah. Uh, Who's going to win? It's up to you to decide. So please go to PrestonandSteve.com and vote for the Daily Rush matchups. And you can watch the videos while you're there. If you've never seen them before, it's a great time to uh, to get caught up on those uh, ones that you may have missed out of. There's some here and there that I, I've gotten past me that I'd never had a chance to oh, watch. Oh, yeah. Oh, there's a whole bunch. Uh, yeah. So so take a look and it's it's a lot of fun to watch the videos. So thank you to Nick Murphy, Marissa Magnata and everybody involved in uh, putting that together. Alright, today's lesson question. We are going to give away MLB The Show 20. Uh, and let's see. What does the other NATO stand for two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you know. It's not the North Atlantic Treaty Organization, uh, and it's not the uh, North American Theater Organization. It's something else. What does NATO stand for? Two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer, and we'll do the trash while you are calling in. The trash business is a gold mine. Ninety three three WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's see what we got this morning. Steve, what do you have in the trash for us? Well, Presley Gerber is revealing that that brand new second face tattoo he was displaying on Instagram was actually a filter. Gerber says he pulled the prank to prove he is, quote, not some stupid umbilical. (laughs) (laughs) Rob Kardashian is canceling his 33rd birthday celebration in light of the coronavirus. Rob says he's not looking forward to sending out cancellation notices to all those people who weren't going to attend anyway. (laughs) And finally, former Glee heartthrob Cord Overstreet. Yes, Cord Overstreet was photographed wearing a surgical mask as he left a supermarket in Los Feliz, California. Overstreet reportedly made quite a scene crashing into doors and other people before someone finally pulled the mask down no. over his nose and mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that's your Hollywood track. All right, let's see. I love that. Let's see if we can get an answer to this. What does the other NATO stand for? Uh, I will go to Paul, see if we can get the answer. Hey, Paul, good morning. Hey, guys, how you doing? Good man. What is uh? Good man. Good man. What does the What does the other NATO stand for? Good man. That's, 
Association of Tall Ogres. Yeah. The National Association of Tall Ogres. Well done, man. Is correct, man. <laughs> Paul, we are going to give you MLB The Show 20. You can experience quicker batting, pitching, and fielding an expansive RPG experience. Uh, new slowdown. Nope, it's new showdown and league modes. And for the first time ever, full minor league rosters. MLB The Show 20 is what your baseball dreams are made of. Welcome to the show. Rated E for everyone. You can get it now at the show. Dot com. Let's do music news. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR. All right, we're going to start with uh, Pearl Jam. They are offering teases of two new songs from the band's upcoming album, Gigaton, uh, which is just ahead of the LP's release. The Seattle Act's 11th studio effort arrives on March 27th, and the group has posted previews of songs titled, and we've heard a lot of these, uh, Whoever Said and Quick Escape. Whoever Said opens the disc while Quick Escape follows on the 12-song track list right after current single Super Blood Wolf Moon and Dance of the Clairvoyance. Mike McCready recently said making this record was a long journey. It was emotionally dark and confusing at times, but also an exciting and experimental roadmap to musical redemption. Collaborating with my bandmates on Gigaton, Ultimately, uh, ultimately gave me greater love, awareness, and knowledge of the need for human connection in these times. Well, that's pretty deep. Although Gigaton, oh, sorry, I was oh, oh okay, another button. My it's, bad. All, it's all good. I thought maybe we were just going to do it every time I said that. Uh, is still on track for release on the twenty seventh. Pearl Jam has postponed its touring plans. Uh, behind the have album. You heard, have you heard that new song? The newest one? No. No, I've not heard this clip. <laughs> <of> that. <laughs> That's it? That's it, yeah. Wow. I haven't, uh, word. I haven't heard the whole album yet, but I've read some reviews, and a lot of people are saying that this is the best album they've had in 20 years. Wow. So we'll see. Uh, Bill Weston was raving about it, too. So I, I'm really interested. It's a week from today we get it. Okay. I like it a lot. Gigaton. Avenged Sevenfold is encouraging the band's fans to self-isolate during the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic by giving away merchandise. Uh, The band took to social media on Thursday to announce that it is making a check-in page where fans can upload selfies from home when prompted by the band's Instagram story at random times to ensure they're following social distancing practices. Fans who successfully upload a selfie with a phrase of the day written on a piece of paper within 30 minutes of the post going up will receive a free T-shirt, hoodie, or accessory. A T-shirt! If they can complete the challenge for seven days straight. Interesting. Except for just seven a seven-day investment, you get a T-shirt? You get a T-shirt. That's amazing. Uh, fans <laughs> also don't have to worry about being absolutely perfect with their self-isolation as they can restart the seven-day challenge at any point if they miss a post. The band said, we have a chance to flatten the curve and save countless lives. We are all in this together. Aside from the contest, Avenged Sevenfold will otherwise be temporarily shutting down any online ordering of merchandise. Jack White's Third Man Records has begun live streaming daily performances in the wake of the coronavirus outbreak. I'm liking all of this stuff, this sort of outreach on behalf of artists. Yeah. yeah. Uh, titled Third Man Public Access, the shows will stream from the company's Blue Room studio in Nashville via YouTube. 
Uh, the label stated, Third Man Records has always believed that great things come out of restrictions. Artists being restricted from their audiences, though, hmm, we're not sure what greatness can come from that. Hmm. Let us commiserate with you, lift your spirits, and feed your soul with the magic that only live music, poetry, puppet shows, and some other form of human connection can provide. What the f***? Uh, I think he's trying to be joking. Oh, okay. Uh, third man also noted that uh, there were they will be there will be less than ten people at the label headquarters during the performances, and all will remain six feet apart as prescribed by health officials. Uh, Venmo and PayPal options will accompany each performance as a way to support the performers who have struggled to earn money with numerous tours and festivals canceled. Oh, that's good. Uh, or postponed due to the virus. So I I, I initially thought it was going to be Jack White performing. But it's going to be other performers, but I would imagine he might stop in and play as well because he loves, loves, loves playing. All right, uh, I saved the best for last. Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley are both laying low at their respective houses in L.A. while dealing with the ongoing pandemic. They both live in L.A., huh? And they spoke to Rolling Stone about how they're dealing with being cooped up at home. Cooped. Yep. Coop is the operative word, as in... Chicken coop. Thank you. Waka, waka, waka. (laughs) Stanley directly addressed fans saying, be as safe as you can for your sake and the sake of everyone around you. This isn't a time to be casual or make unqualified judgments. Uh, There's far more to this than simply looking at recovery or mortality percentages. We will get through this. You can be smarter. You can be a dumb freely. Uh, Simmons added, I would like to wish everyone good health and remind them that the only way is the lonely way. Just like your favorite TV show, you can assume everybody out there is a zombie, and one contact will turn you into a zombie. Stop hanging out with everybody. Cook your chicken. Uh, Stay at home if you can. Uh, This too shall pass, but it will take a long time. It could last months and months. I wonder what Gene Simmons does when he's just chilling at home. Well, he said, so get used to FaceTime, binge watch your favorite shows, work out at home, and stay away from everybody else. I'll shed some light on that in a moment, Steve. And please stare bowl. Uh, That's my game. I know. It's good. Uh, Paul went on to shed light on his day-to-day. He said, I'm watching new up, uh, news updates, playing the guitar, tweaking Soul Station album mixes, checking in on friends, and trying to keep things as normal and fun for my family. Uh, Simmons gave, a fan, gave fans a look into how he's been spending his time. Gene said he's been staying at home with my wife, Shannon. Uh, sometimes my children, Nick and Sophie, come by with food. Otherwise, we go hiking in the Santa Monica Mountains where there are few other people. And, of Look course... that. A woodchuck. He's... <laughs> it's a wonderful little beast. <laughs> Come here, fellow. <laughs> You're adorable. Scratch him under the chin. That's an adorable sound you make. Look at this, Shannon. Look at this thing. Wood- woodchuck. How many chucks would a woodchuck chuck? If wood, chuck, chuck wood. Yeah. Uh, he said, and of course, it's an opportunity to binge watch all sorts of shows we would uh, normally not get a chance to watch. Uh, he went on to talk about the music that's been getting airplay at home, admitting, mostly I turn to music that has a tug of the heart. Crazy by Patsy Cline. I Can't Stop Loving You by Ray Charles. Stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Gungam style. Uh, Gungam style. <laughs> uh, and uh, Paul Stanley said... I've been listening to a lot of Motown and Philly Soul. How about that? He said Tom Bell and Linda Creed, Gamble and Huff, 
Holland Dozier Holland, uh, Norman Whitfield, and Classic Rock. So, yeah. Calvin and Hobbs. Calvin and Hobbs. Gangnam <laughs> Style. Gangnam Style. You think Gamble and Huff know that Kiss listens to them? Absolutely. I think that Paul did, He he's done some cover albums where he's done soul music. It's like his thing. That's cool. So, yeah. I think, and, I, and I think he may have done some Gamble and Huff. I think his... Um... Yeah, yeah, that you're right. His his other band or his yeah, yeah. They, they they do that. I yeah. believe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So anyhow, that is uh, that's what I got for you. This uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh Let's take a final break. When we return, we give away our word of the week prize. Pierre Robert will be in to assist us with that. We'll see what he has in store uh, for what's turning out now to be a beautiful day. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. I would like to thank our guest. Thank you to Mr. Robert Irvine yeah. on the program Boardroom Spirits, which he is a um, uh, investor in and part owner in, and he is. Um, uh, they are creating free hand sanitizer. So they've they've taken the alcohol and they're making that into hand sanitizer. It's available. You can check with Boardroom Spirits on when and where to pick that up there in Lansdale. Uh, you have to bring your own container uh, because they, the one thing they've run out of is containers, according to the information that I read. Uh, but, um, yeah, uh, that's really cool of them to, to be doing that. And there are, like, other distilleries there. You can still get your booze from these places if you want to. You sure can. And if you show up and they're helping you and doing some stuff, throw them a couple extra bucks if you can do yeah. that, too. Because they're certainly, uh, it's certainly a wonderful thing to do. Yep. Robert Irvine, thank you. And Deanna Durante from NBC10 just giving us a lowdown on some local things, uh, that, uh, that have popped up recently. Uh, we, that's all the thank yous we have to do. So we need to do the letter. And thankfully we have the man that holds <laughs> that information tightly locked into that steel trap of a mind of his. And, uh, okay. You ready? <laughs> he, you just did a, he is he, opening the steel trap. He just I, spun around. Did you see him yeah, do that? Yes. I had to find a trap. Oh, uh, it's in there somewhere. It's in there. Somewhere. All right. You ready for the letter? Yes. Uh, I... and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the President and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... Y, as in yellow. All right, and you should have a word. We'll take caller number three. Small number this week, 215-263-WMMR. And we'll see if you know the word of the week. Caller number three, call now. Um, Supposed to get like 78. Now, we haven't been outside since, you know, 5 o'clock this morning or so. Uh, looks like it's kind of comfy out there. It is lovely. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I love oh, That's good news. Yes, it can it help it pep you up a little bit. It cannot. You're absolutely right, Steve. You know, and, uh, you know, and here's to all of us making it through the first week of, uh, of isolation. I mean, all right. that's a know. week down. <laughs> it is. Again, I like to think of it that way. And throughout my life, I've employed that method that, that so you, you hear something, you're, you're dealing with something that's difficult and unpleasant. Uh, every day you you soldier on is one less day you're going to be dealing with something you don't like. Have Correct. you done any isolation blocks yet? Like isolation by Miles Kennedy and dancing with myself and stuff like that? I didn't do that. It's a good idea. I did um, the Fever yesterday uh-huh. by Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes. Uh, so I and I did uh, last week. I did Sick as a Dog from Aerosmith. How about and, the Down, down with, with Disease? Sickness. 
No, I didn't do Down with the Disease. That's a good That's one. A good yeah, one. yeah. I'm sure there's a, about, a ton uh, of sick stories. All by myself. <laughs> don't want to be all by myself. Holmes, right? Yeah, but do the when Celine Dion young. version because uh, Bill will love that. Oh, okay. yeah. yeah. Cool. I, never it um, I thought I would do a lot of requests over the course of today. Um, <laughs> John because, got a good one. Huh? I drink alone. Ooh, yeah, yeah with nobody that, that will be me tonight. <laughs> we work alone. I'm the only drinker in my house, and I will be all. That's got to be awesome if you're the only. <laughs> you, you just That's your thing. It's like when people muscle in on your on a hobby that you like. like Leave me buddy. alone. I'm drinking. I'm doing my drinking. <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm doing buddy my wiser. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, the George Thorogood song, but good buddy wiser and his <laughs> cousins Johnny B or whatever. John Belarus. John. <laughs> John no, Belarus in a that, while. That line, he was all alone. He was uh, my good buddy, Wiser. That's all I ever I did, drink I alone. Yeah. But, but it's... Uh, when uh, I'm by myself. It's good to be by myself. But it was uh, uh, Johnny Walker and his brothers, Black and Red. Thank you. That's you the go. correct lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, that's a beautiful song. Thank you, Chuck, for reminding <laughs> me about it. Uh, and it's one of his t-shirts. Oh, my God. I, I mean, I, 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 in, in times of crisis, I turn to those lyrics to get me through. Well, Steve often turns to Lonesome George, uh, <laughs> being the bard of the bar room uh, that he is, and being a light uh, in the shining darkness. Mm. He helps to guide many people, including Steve Morris. Absolutely. He thrusts his sure. bottle of alcohol upwards, and it, and it glows with the light and leads the way. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Hey, we got a caller on the line. Let's go to him. It's uh, Paul, who's caller number three. Hey, Paul. Hey, guys. How's it going? Wonderful. Paul, can you do me a favor and tell me the word of the week, please? Yes, it's uh, Harry. Great day in the morning. That is correct. Dumbledore. Dumbledore. Uh, Paul, Harry is correct, and we are going to give you a four-pack of reserved seats to see Incubus with 311 and Bad Flower. That's going to be Sunday, August 23rd. BB&T Pavilion tickets are on sale now. You can get complete details and the MMR concert calendar at WMMR.com. So congratulations to you, Paul. Thanks. Welcome. Thank you. Can, <laughs> Paul, I can uh, bring over the coffee uh, personally if you'd like yeah, when yeah. I get off. I'm I got to go now. I got to go. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You, you got a million dollars and you'll meet the Rolling Stones and play with them. Thanks. Yeah, that's great. Thanks. Thanks. Of course, that's not what we gave away, but uh, no. it's, it's in the ballpark. Yeah, so. <laughs> it's just the yeah, same. <laughs> Crying out loud. Uh, so what's up uh, today? You're gonna you're gonna do a, a request. Well, we'll do. I think uh, you know Jackie does all requests on Friday night anyway. But I thought I'd sort of prime the pump for that, and we have this cool stay at home weekend. Uh, you know that we're just encouraging people to hang out by their radio. Absolutely. And I mean, you you should do it. Anyway, you should listen to us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Anyway. Right, you should never sleep. Never fact. sleep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, the, I mean, the great thing is people are on different schedules, and we've got somebody for that. You know? Yeah. We, we've got a DJ for that. You know, whether it's during my time of day, Jackson's time of day, Jackie's uh, evening shift, 7 to midnight, uh, on the overnight show with Brent Porsche, or we've got a full-time staff yeah. of, of part-time DJs that... Come here on the weekend. Always here. And to that point, when you when you are listening and you hear people around and about, and you take calls and you put them up and you hear that, and there's you know that that familial sense yep. is there. And again, we're all getting through this, and we will. It helps to hear other voices. 
that are not maybe perhaps your annoying family that you've been hanging with, <laughs> and uh, it'll get you through. <laughs> yeah, well, we're, you know, like you said, we're in this together, and you, our listeners, are our family, and we, are, you know, hopefully are yours based on the fact that you've yeah, been we'll... blessed to let us in, and um, what? Family. <laughs> Gary Lauer. And Gary, we need a, yeah. we need we need a, a Gary Lauer wellness check. We need to, how is Gary doing in this God, whole thing? Hey, Preston, I'm currently working with the CDs, too. <laughs> <laughs> so, so He's been it, with Dr. Fauci, which is yeah. why he hasn't been able to help us. So we're putting the word out, Gary. When it, we want to hear from you on Monday. We want to hear from you next week, okay? Okay. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. Uh, anything I'm else? with Dr. Double Pouchy Fauci. He's got a fourth testicle, I understand. Oh, my God. Uh, yes, uh, I'll tell you, on the program, we will also get into some workforce blocks. I had like three testicles. <laughs> I love the day when you just kept playing that over and over again. Uh, Lincoln Park, we've got uh, Carl Palmer's birthday. So we're going to yeah. have some fun with the workforce block of Emerson, Lincoln Palmer. And uh, we've got a block of the clash and lots of requests and just uh, a good vibe over the course of the day. Awesome. Love it, love it. Thank you, sir. And roll those and windows sir. down, man. Enjoy that and sir. fresh air. Sir. And ma'am and ma'am. Beautiful today. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you to you. We got no sponsors today. Thank you to you. The show uh, is brought to you by you. Listening to the uh, Preston and Steve show. Uh, next week on the program, we continue the Daily Rush Madness. Uh, so don't forget that you can vote for the current matchups as of now. There are six of them, and that's available at PrestonSteve.com. Next week on the program, a couple of friends of the show will be joining us. Kevin Smith. Yes. We'll be getting in touch. We'll see how he's doing. Uh, same with Tom Segura. We're going to talk to uh, Tom next week. And how's... Uh... Zack Snyder, anybody? I don't know. All right, we'll see. We got. Listen, we're There's doing. A few other people. We're reaching out to people who are who are locked in as well, yep. and uh, we're making things happen. Casey's working it hard. Yep, that is it. We are done. Ray, John, have yourself a great weekend, folks. We'll see you later. <laughs> Residents, you love you, hate you, line. Hey, you people shopping, it's good to be safe. Take your rubber gloves to a trash can. Don't drop them in the parking lot. All right? Next message. I just want to give a shout-out to my fellow trash haulers, roll-off drivers, front-load, and resi drivers. In the midst of all this madness, we are still out there, and we will be till the end because the trash has to go out. Be safe, everyone. Next message. Hey there, I like to give a big f*** you, Nick McElwain, for spoiling a marble race on the beach. Thanks a lot, The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. Hey, this is Nate from Checkpoint XP, and I'd like to invite you to our brand new show, All of Esports, with myself and Weird Beer. All of Esports is a rapid-fire show that runs down the most important conversations in All of Esports. Subscribe at our website, CheckpointXP.com, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.